Hello. Good morning, so to speak. I appreciate you allowing the podcast to go a little later so I could take a nap, because holy shit, did it make a difference. Get your naps, get your naps. Alright. <sighs> I used to I used to hate I used to hate taking naps, dude. And now I'm old. I'm an old bitch. Yeah, fuck that shit. Japan's making a walking Gundam. Alright. Japan's making a Gundam and it's gonna walk. Okay, but how wide is it? It is 60 feet. Why? Maybe it is 60 feet tall. And and we're getting there. We are getting Was there. 17 meters? We are getting close to the... Yes, you can get to your wide pat in a second. They're walking Gundams, dude. We're getting there. And and uh, right now, they're... they're Should bas- we worry? Well, here's, why I'm, here's what's up, right? When they replaced the... Uh, original RX-78 with the new Unicorn Gundam. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like, it's cool, it's a pretty design, but I'm like, damn, but the classics, though, you know? And Isn't Unicorn Gundam, like, supposed to be the classic classic, but they added it later, but it was like, no, this one was the real new one? No, uh, U- one? Unicorn is, a, is, is it's part of the UC timeline, so it's, it's part of the correct canon, but it's just that um, the, the what they replaced it with was the first Gundam, you know. So, like mm-hmm. for nostalgia purposes, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like you know, I don't know, getting rid of. Um, uh, well, it did uh, have the cool transforming like unicorn thing. It does exactly. It's, yeah, so it's it's like replacing a statue of uh, you know cl- a classic Batman or Golden Age Superman with um, something much more modern, a modern, a more modern armored take. Booster on Gold. Them. No, no, same character, you know. <laughs> Same character. How about this? How about this? It's like it's like um, yeah. It's like going to uh, 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 the 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 modern Dark Knight kind of look, you know. Yeah. So, um, eh, but but and it, whatever. Analogies aside, it was like awesome to have a full sized RX seventy eight, and then the the Unicorn Gundam came in, and I, I saw it move and light up, and I was like, that is fancy, that is pretty, but I miss my old RX seventy eight, and it turns out that they were actually just moving it, um, they were moving the Unicorn in so that in the background they could design a walking Gundam that will then be unveiled in Yokohama, and it's going to be a part of this big base where it comes out of the hangar. And takes a couple steps forward, and then the hands are fully articulated and can move. And mm-hmm. uh, we're getting there. I I like this progression, and I like the fact that there is a consistent um, there is a consistent level of Japan's budget dedicated towards like bullshit fandom as uh, like as. Uh, uh, the budget for bullshit fandom is a part of the national pride, and I'm so, like all for it. I'm all about that. I'm Let's aware go. that there is a Gundam party. I've, uh, I'm not sure if they get any seats lately, but I do know that they used to get at least one seat. I didn't know that. Diet. Uh, yeah, no. It was it, it was wow. a, it was a guy who had a Gundam party, and the the platform of the Gundam party was bitches. We need to make a Gundam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that was it. That was the whole fucking thing. Um, no. So I I ask again: Is this is this worrying? Uh, Should we worry about not, this? Not not. I mean, not in the sense that like 
you know, I, I would be much more worried about Big Dog and what's going on at MIT. That stuff is uh, on this continent no, you know and what? is way more advanced and way you further know, along. No worries about this because we don't have space colonists yet. Well, there's that. Which, um, as we know, we're the problem. There's footage of uh, Tomino, like, going to check it out. And a friend of mine told me that there's a picture of him checking out the original. Still alive? Yeah, Tomino's around. Holy shit, good for him. He gets to see this shit? Yeah. Uh, he, there's, um, there's footage of, of, of like, apparently, he, my, my friend told me that there's a picture of him seeing the Odaiba Gundam for the first time and just being like, you are. But uh, I've never found that. I, I, uh, but what I did see is a picture of him visiting the the current one under construction, and he's like, "Eh, it's not busty enough." And quite frankly, you guys, it seems like you're just doing the same stuff from the '70s. Like, why not do something else? Why not uh, update it a little bit, improve it? And it seems like he's like, you know, already over the fact that his his life's creation has come to to into reality. He's already kind of over it. It's uh, it's a bit uh, you know, a bit wild. But um, what else is 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 in terms of like worrying about this whole thing? Uh, there was an article that I saw uh right after this one actually, which was just about um, someone that wrote a paper in uh in a machine a science magazine that is basically mm-hmm. like um. Hey, you know how Jaegers and Pacific Rim are like these cool futuristic giant robots and shit. I do know that. I'm aware of that. So, like, the tech they use is actually behind where we're at currently. And we can do much more. And we can we are currently more capable um, when it comes to just, like, straight up what you can use to, like, pilot and control these things and how, they, how that would work. Uh, and, like, I'm like, go on. And it basically goes into how, like, okay, so the size and scale of them is a kind of a big ridiculous thing. Realistically, tech is going closer towards power armor and suits that will help, like, with medical things or helping people walk. Exoskeleton kind of Exoskeletons, exactly. So we're getting closer to that. Uh, But the main thing was, like, anytime you see someone walking where it actually has to follow their footsteps or some variation of that, that's kind of, like, you can toss that out because we have way more reliable... Um, uh, AI based piloting of of just like managing steps where it can. I mean, you just mentioned Big Dog. You can kick Big Dog, and Big Dog won't fall over. Exactly. So you wouldn't have to move your feet left, right, left, right to walk. Uh, realistically, it can check for terrain. It can make steps intelligently, uh, and who knows? Maybe it can even avoid stepping on cars, debris, and or people. Well, where's the fun in the the pilot having to do that manually? Like, well, the point is that where's the, the fun in the pilot not having to do that manually? Well, the, so uh, you can yell at Camille for stepping on that bus. Well, the point I would say is that if you can av- not have to worry about that part of it, you can focus all your piloting energies at the extraterrestrial threat. All right, so we're not so we got the robot part down apparently. I missed that part. Like, I just I wasn't paying attention to the Earth, and then we just leapfrog past the part where the robot part was like a solved issue. We're pretty close. Um, the beam saber. Mm. That's not. That's gonna be a bit. No, no. I um, think I think we're never getting beam saber. But we. It's we way could too much get energy. A pretty. 
like slick progressive knife well i think vibrating blade is where we're going i I think we're going towards vibrating blade um i think we're going towards uh like superheated katana you know i Mm -hmm. think we can go there um but at the same time you have to consider as well like you know if you want if you want to be do you want do you want cool or do you or do you want like sacrifice some cool for function I don't know. Certain types of like hyperfunctional stuff is cool in its own right. Because to begin with, right, you have to consider how often that melee uh, weapon would get used. Mm-hmm. Right. Realistically, in in, are in we fight- okay, are we fighting bugs? Are we fighting other robots? I think that's 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 exactly where I was about to go. So I was about to go to the point where if we imagine like. Okay, well, what are the odds we're going to go melee on this? Well, the odds are going to be not very high considering you're going to be fighting long range and you're going to be, it's going to be about firepower more than anything. Um, unless you specifically decide to go all in on the cool by having a working functional version of that Megabots tournament where people in armored suits get into an arena and actually fight because this is the cool shit we want. Like, if we organize it to be for this purpose expressly, then you can go all in on the cool and go full-on um, um, vibrating blades and high-frequency swords and everything. And pile bunkers. And pile bunkers, etc. Yes. And, um, 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 of course, your and uh, 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 shotgun fists and, and all the good things. We can get in there with the... Um, we can get in there with the... The, the, the drones, we can get in there with the funnel drones that can also be, like, they're so organized now that you can essentially move drones around as if they were funnels and attack with those as well. We're close. It's it's like the tech, the pieces are all there. You just have to kind of put them together, you know? like um, are, are, you, are you at all worried that the technology, if it exists for a Gundam, is around, that therefore the technology for... A, I don't know, Metal Gear Rex also technically exists? Could be. Could be. But I think Rex exists already in broken up, like, components. You yeah, know? They, they put the railguns on the boats, I think. And there's a nuke sitting right over there in that briefcase. You know, like, uh, we've, we've, we've got those pieces all lined, all lined up in the little uh, plastic. They just haven't been popped and stuck together yet, essentially. But if we're talking cool factor, I definitely think we uh, we want to go more towards that armored exoskeleton life. We want to get into that, you know, um, because if you're, if you're too... You want to have people that just jump really high and exa- run super fast. And, and they need to be quick, right? So if you focus on building something that is like Gundam or Jaeger sized, you're not going to get the cool, nimble, like, look of like a Virtua on, you know... Uh, um, um, kind of like dashing on your feet skating around you know you want that you want that nimble cool look um that's how the super future sport would would take off have you seen like drone racing i mean i've not uh, i've played drone racing in judgment actually um and i have seen it future sport is coming future sport is coming like they're the Man. real footage of actual drone racing where they have these like Tron lit up dark air, dark arenas with like uh giant like neon 
uh, hoops to fly through and rings to fly through and little courses to race each other with. It it's insane, and then like they they cut to the first person view, and they're moving like like lightning quick. Like we're we're getting there. We're absolutely getting there. I just want athletes to cut their legs off so they can slap on like robot legs. Okay, but instead, what I'm proposing is you retire the bit so that we can put the athlete in exo armor where he can move. This just as fast with that I, I augmentation. Don't care about the status of an athlete's legs. Yeah, I know, but that's why it's like it's t- it's so tired. It's such a tired bit that I'm like, nah. It's not a bit to me. Nah, put them in the robot, and now we have future sport. IGPX, sure, whatever you know it is, what? man. You know what I would actually really like, like robots entire robots like whatever big like humans shaped big dog or whatever that 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 robot is that they fucking keep knocking down over that university mm-hmm. right the human shaped one mit big dog that, yeah get that to superhuman power but it's still like you know a moronic robot and have those play against like smart but like physically inferior humans Right. Sure. Football game between super tough robots and smart but skilled humans. I um. I want to make sure that like, like it's just if we could get a number of like, we need we need to take that same passion that Japan has for like let's make this walking robot. Let's let's update it. Let's go with the Gundam thing. Let's keep doing it and basically go towards like, hey, what if we actually tried to create um, the sport from from uh, Battle Angel Alita? You know, what if what if we actually uh, uh, invested in basically uh, cy- cyber roller derby? Very plausible. We can go this. We are again. It's things we can do. We can actually get motorball happening if we get. You need a ring. You need an audience. You need like a kind of. You need a track. You need a ball. We can do it. These are all existing pieces. We don't have to create any sort of tech that doesn't currently exist to get there. You know. I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think because you're describing like what if we use technology to create nonsensical fantasy sports. And my brain is like, what likelihood is there that we could make a Windjammers-esque pro-bending variant? And I'm like, I don't know if that's possible because that just sounds like slapping flamethrowers and water hoses to people. Pro-bending, I don't think. But Windjammers slash um, the version of Pong they play in Reboot. Mm. where they have like they have um the the reflectors on their hands and knees and then they kind of like yeah. knock the ball off the wall um could be done how would the disc stay uh, uh, you can use magnets or some shit there's all sorts of crazy fucking shit now i i i'm like i'm wondering if it would have to be like virtual you know, because I don't know what kind of physical disc would hit the walls and come back with the right trajectory in the exact same way. It might have to be VR. 
we could make it we can put we can we can go with a vr version of it um and then you just you know you you're in a big empty room but like the audience can see everything looking pretty sick uh track mm-hmm. track the hands the hands hit the ball and then you know you can just work you can just become a virtual athlete in that regard but if you go with, if you if they create like a vr headset that can withstand the rigors of like like crazy high activity sport um you can create any sport you want you can you can do anything because it's just reacting to your body and you know as long as you can fall on your head and not break the headset we can go in any direction i like i like that concept that that could go places too that could go places all right i got another one for you get the rx78 walking right and have one of those against one regular football team in a game of football. Is that another one, or is that just the same one just, again? Just, just tape a football to its foot. Why did you say another one with what you really meant was the same one again? I want to see a bunch of useless people fight a robot. You want to see people die. Got it. Okay. Well, anyway. Listen. Listen, once once we're it's, all stuck inside we've sequel, we've deconstructed the, the robots bit. are roaming the streets. We're going to need something to entertain us. Who put this horse skeleton down here? I didn't do it. Hey, wait a second. I just thought of something really cool. If if the exoskeletons get advanced enough with servos, could you just attach those things to skeletons? You could do anything, and you could motorize a bunch of skeletons. I don't see what they this... wouldn't even need. They would need to be like the same. What would this accomplish? Like, this. Would I'm, why am I asking the like... question? That's furthering. I'm yes ending. I'm not yes ending. Yeah, yeah, dude, you could have motorized like skeleton teams. Sure, doing sports automatically, but you still need a person piloting it to move. You can decal yeah, it however you want. Make an AI. Call him Bones Jackson. Look, if someone agrees. And signs a waiver that says, upon my death, you may use my bones to decorate your mech. Then you can do whatever you want with those bones. But you still need someone in it. Yeah. So and we can grow freak mutants in a tube. Again, you as long as you get as long as you get the person's consent before they pass, then uh, by all means. Bone Man, up. that mutant leak cartoon went so fucking far out of its way to show that they didn't die, they just got horribly maimed. You put them in the tube, and then they heal all their their org- all their arms and legs come back. It's crazy. I guess the moral of the story is that uh, there's a lot of existing tech that just needs to be combined to bring us the future, and yeah. you don't qu- you don't even realize it. Do you remember? Um, uh, 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 God, what was it called? It was called uh, Lens. It was basically Google Google Translate bought. It was called I think it's Lens Eye or some Eye Lens or something like that. It was an app, and I think Google Translate bought it, right? But essentially, it's it was they were the ones who just went, hold on a second, and this was years and years ago. Um, you can, we have the ability to to scan text right now. When you scan a piece of paper, it can translate it into text. So we can scan books that way and have like a full, you know 
translate uh, a full like uh, proper uh, um, log of all the all the words and whatnot. We can recognize fonts. We can do the font recognition is a thing. And then someone else was like, okay, wait. Also, we can translate with a Google translation uh, um, server. We can put text in and pipe it out. And then someone went, uh, we, and then someone, and then they went, we can use AR right now. AR has gotten a lot better. We can use these, these newer cameras, especially 3D cameras to track mm-hmm. and place things in the real world, uh, or rather in, on your screen over a certain location, and it'll stay intelligent whenever you look at it from any angle, like AR, you know? So they just went like, why don't we just combine AR, Google Translate, and text recognition, and make it so that if you point your phone at a sign that says arrête and then switch it to English, it'll turn arrête into stop. Mm-hmm. And then it made it so that you can walk around the real world and hold up your camera and so turn translate signs immediately from another language into English or to whatever you want. And... Uh, I mean, I've used it a bunch of times. And I used it in Japan extensively, and it was fucking crazy. It was beautiful, right? But that was fucking tricorder. But it was all it was was just, hey, we have we've had these individual pieces. No one put them together, you know. And when you look at the future, all you're seeing is like instantly working versions of these pieces all put together. But that's all we had to do, you know. Grab three separate mm-hmm. things that were developed and mastered. And then just combine them. So, like, there's a lot of shit like that that I think we need to kind of do consolidate to create the further illusion of uh, basically future magic. Man. I want so much future tech so fast. I think... Yeah. Yeah. I I think... I feel like I'm going to be too old before all the really, really crazy shit happens. Like we again, we ha- we're close. We have the things like we have drones that move really quickly, and they can light up. But what we need is the drones that can like project. Project. We have holograms. We we have Hatsune Miku concerts and Gorillas concerts and Ghost of, of Pac concerts. So we can we can do that. Now, is there a way to put the holograms on the drones so that they can? project them in an area and they stay there and they move around and as long as the drones are moving around we can see this person you know and then can we create a virtual ghost of a person essentially or a virtual whatever and then also at some point you can probably make that make it so that you know uh that responds to inputs and outputs so that you can then have a functioning ghost that you can control in the real world just take three things piece them together now we've got. Man, a, I'm still waiting on my you know? uh, injection machine that injects you without a needle, which was like shown off in like 2017. What Remember that fucking thing? No, how would that even work? Uh, it looks like a fucking. I'm gonna send you a link. It looks like a goddamn dildo that you put on your fucking leg or whatever, and you press a button and it just smashes it in like. It's like smashes like a fucking. Uh, pressure wave of juice of injecting juice in your skin so it doesn't have to inject it just pressure blasts whatever the drug is and your pores absorb it and just blast it through your skin but like it goes through your pores i don't fucking know because yeah i'm just like what are you doing about the you know the actual layer of skin that 
Whatever. It doesn't use a needle. That's okay. the important thing. We have um, we have like longer lasting temporary tattoos now. There's a company that is out there that's like we can give you a tattoo that lasts for like two months or something like that. That's okay. That's a while. So we're getting you know we're getting that as well. Where it's like yeah, it'll come out on its own, but you can wear I had it a for a while. Tattoo as a kid that lasted like I'd be lucky if it got to the end of the day. Essentially, yeah, that's what the 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 cereal box shit. We've gotten pretty far advanced in that regard as well. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think uh, I can. I can only imagine that will lead to pranks of like, haha, I I tattooed an asshole on your forehead. Uh, don't worry, bro. It's just temporary. How long is it gonna last? Oh, I, oh shit. Yeah. Uh. Crap. It's just a prank, bro. I'm uh, I'm excited for the the possibility of like tattoos that can that can uh, um, like possibly illuminate. You know, like the idea of something oh, glow in the dark, something okay. something yeah. that something that could like actually like light up would be pretty slick. You could get all your like wild ass uh, 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 OC designs actually functioning. Do you remember that very short lived body modification trend of injecting LEDs into your under your skin? Nope, didn't see that one. That one just kind of came and went in the in the span of like say like a couple months, where it was like, "Hey man, look, you can put a LED underneath your skin. It's crazy. It lights up." And then people were like, cool, and then a couple people did that, and then everyone stopped doing that because, like, I mean, eventually it's gonna, it's gotta come out. <laughs> Do you remember bagel heads? Oh, my fucking god. Oh, my fucking god, bagel heads. That sounds like you remember bagel heads. Bagel heads. That, that, mm-hmm. that was the actual worst. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They that was the actual worst ever. They they uh they really they really did that shit. They really did that shit. And they and they were like, yeah, this is what it's all about. And like your eyebrows just get all fucking warped. I remember there was like again, it was one of those bits where I was like, I, I saw a single video and article about it, and I'm like, I guess I will take this to be a thing then. Because at least two people were in that video with bagel heads. Um, what are bagel heads? That is the act. Uh, it was the act of injecting. I think it was saline around a pressured point in your forehead, so that you get a large protrusion that looks like you've stuck a bagel right in the middle of your forehead, except it's growing under your skin. So you know. The only, the only, the only thing that I mean, you can look this up. You can go look at photos of this guy's right now. But um, the only positive to it was that it could be removed, or I think it just wore off on its own after like a week or two or some shit. Like it was saline based. Yeah, you could just because because essentially it started as like you could just make parts of your forehead protrude. 
so you could make yourself yeah. look like a like a piccolo you know like a weird monster yeah. where your eyebrows are sticking out and then once you kind of you know once everyone was like okay you can do anything you want with saline then they said let's start sculpting it so then they did that and don't what the fuck canada that was out of japan my friend like we may have invented the technology or some shit but i don't think we pioneered the bagel heads oh i'm looking at i'm looking at it mhm oh i hate it Oh, I hate it. Yeah, you can just type the words into into Google and uh, enjoy browsing. Enjoy browsing. Yeah, see? No, there's quite a few. There's quite a few people that did it. You know, okay, I will say this, though. As horrible as they are, the the nicest thing I can say about it... Dear God, it's, fuck, it's fucked up. The nicest thing I can say is that there's one guy who gave himself, like, kind of like Hellboy horns... And it's like, okay, I get what you're going for there. At least that resembles something in a way. Like, you're like, oh, I want to have these kind of Hellboy, like, flattened protrusions. And it it just, it makes slightly more sense than all the ones that they have that have a single bagel in the middle of their head. Um, But yeah. No, that just looks like suffering. And it feels... All right, so... So, if we're going to talk about all this nightmare shit, we have to talk. I don't know. Did you ever used to read Cracked, Wooly? Uh, I read Cracked. I, I had more copies of Mad Magazine, but um, I had a so, Cracked every now and then. I liked the Cracked website, particularly. I liked the... Uh, oh, the articles. You meant bits. later Cracked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I meant later Cracked. Mm-hmm. I liked the bits that Michael Swain would do. I remember there was Cracked After Hours that he did with a bunch of people, but he also did something called Does Not Compute. And there was one called uh, Eyeball Tattoos, Understanding the Horrible Decision. And uh, it, it detailed these, these fucking dudes in prison that um, figured out a way to use, like, fucking pens and just blast the ink from, like, a Bic pen into the whites of their eyeballs until the whole eyeball was like blue or red or some shit. Yes, okay. I uh this rings a bell now. Totally. Um and um there were two guys that did it and were like, "Yeah, look at our cool eyeballs." And if I remember correctly, there were many others who later attempted it and did it wrong and horribly blinded themselves. Um I'm not sure if those guys eventually went blind either. Um, but eyeball tattooing is not a good idea, is what I'm saying. All I can think of is the guy that was in... I think it's Limp Biscuit. I think there's a guy in Limp Biscuit that had, like, contacts that fully covered the eye, so that in the music videos it would just be all, like, alien-looking. I'm, it right. might it might not have been that it was something from that era though, but it's like yeah, just you could just you could just go with the contact lens on that. There's a there's a lot of well, not in prison you can't. No, 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 certainly not. No, they they did it in prison so that people wouldn't fuck with them, and um, I don't know if that worked or not. Wes Borland from Limp Biscuit, 
Yeah, that would be the one. That'd be the one. He, uh, he, he, you know what? I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm good. With, with, I'll replace my eye with a robot, but like, I don't think I want to jam things into my eyeballs. I play Dead Space. <sighs> too, no thanks. too much to lose, man. You know what's what's, yeah. what's rough too is there's a, a a while ago there was a shitty cosplay site that was selling garbage quality um like contact accessories so like Sharon Gans and cat eyes and um you know all kinds of like uh, uh, uh special <laughs> contacts for cosplay and they were obviously <laughs> yeah they were not meant to be worn for the length of a day of cosplay. And oh. some people lost their fucking sight. You know? Oh. It sucks, dude. You take, like, it, it, and you're just like, well. You get what you pay for, huh? But, uh. But, it all, but not just that, but, like, again, like, it, it just, the shoddy quality mixed with, like, the, the shelf life being as shitty as it was just. Yeah, too much of a risk, man. Yeah, it's it's not great. Not great. I think eventually we got, like, I think eventually they, there was, like, you know, some higher quality contacts that have, like, sufficient instructions and warnings that people can use. And it's basically just, like, put them in for the photo shoot, then take them the fuck out. You know? Yeah. Do I not mean, do not walk around the, the con with them. Uh... Mm, no, I have no follow up at all. Just like, nah. Don't don't put the shrink in contact in all day. If you had to get one visible body modification, what would you get? Does, are we okay? You need to you need to outline the the edges of this um it would have to be something that would show up right now so uh neck and above something i could go get right now neck and above or elbows and uh, elbows to the tip of your fingers and again i know you would never get anything so i'm asking because i already have mine what would you get if you had to get something modification tattoo or piercing that would show up on either your arms or head. And it can't be like a beard underneath your beard. I was just thinking that. Or like hair. I would probably uh, get them laser treatments and become completely bald. No, not no. It has to be. You said body modification that okay. someone could see. Okay, that's a body modification that people can see. Well, the the point is, I'm trying to. I'm like, what is the most acceptable expression of punk that you would settle for if you were forced to at gunpoint? This is the you point heard? of the question. This is the point of the question. I'm sorry that you didn't think up the rules closely enough that you couldn't disbar my laser treatment of the top of my head. I know what you would get. You'd just get a stupid little, like, small thing on your wrist. 
You get like a little, a little fucking, I don't know, Star Trek like symbol on your wrist or some shit. It, it, okay, so if if the head thing that you just said isn't good enough, I will get a uh, a, a tattoo um, on my left flank, like underneath my armpit. I specifically That's, said visible. Would this not be visible? Visible right now. Arms. Oh, visible right now. Arms, oh. neck, and above. I thought you meant like no hiding it on the inside of your ass. No, no hiding it on on underneath your clothing. Okay, look, let, let me look at myself right now. In the okay, always tired under the eyes. No, 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 no. It would be um, in as small of a print as I can get away with on, let's say the the here part, the uh, the the upper arm above the elbow. Uh, the text, I was forced at gunpoint to get a tattoo. Okay. Okay. Good. Acceptable. Damaged? No? No, fuck that. Okay. I mean, Christ, Wooly, your tattoo isn't visible right now, so you don't... Oh, but you got the face shit. Yeah. Also, that's not the point of the question isn't me. It's you because you hate that. So that's why I, I do hate that. That's why the question was even phrased that way. Alternatively, if that is not good enough, I would have um uh fake abs uh tattooed onto my one ab. There's pictures of people that actually have like bronzed fake abs over their gut. The- and it's the funniest thing, the and world. they get big, but like it just—it's a—it's a single round thing, and it—it it looks like someone took an ice cube tray and just stuck it on their fucking stomach. Oh, dude, it's the funniest thing in the world. <sighs> yeah, you deserve it. If that—if you fucking do that, you deserve it, man. Like. You deserve all the cool points you're gonna get. So the the there's a, a thing it's called cool sculpting actually, and you can and that what they do is they freeze and sculpt the fat uh, into a more muscular looking form, <laughs> and and it's like it's existing tech to give yourself like definition when you don't have any. Um, so like it does exist it is it, it's an existing process that that people are, are fucking uh getting done and as with anything that way you know like when your body gets worse it just it looks the weirdest ever It like shit just gets fucking horrible like those guys that steroid the fuck up and they have these giant like muscular arms that are just like cartoonish and then like all that and goes away, and and then they burst yeah. or worse, you know, and you're just like, yeah, like you can't live anymore. <laughs> There's something about your delivery of this kind of a halting, and then they can't live anymore. Like, it's, where where do you go when you get your Popeye arms and your Popeye arms go away? There's no spinach that's gonna fix that shit. All right, talk about white pat. It's not about wide pat, Wooly. 
Your 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 meme game is getting weaker by the day. That you think that it's about wide pat. Well, tell me what it's about. It's about wide Putin. Okay. Uh, what might so you do you remember your emotional state upon seeing the very first Dat Boy meme? Mm-hmm. And being like. This is the stupidest fucking meme to ever. Like this is the this is the actual stupidest. Mhm. Um that's where we're at with White Putin. Cuz it is just it is a two and a half minute long video mm-hmm. of Vladimir Putin walking down some hallways to some fucking old-timey piano dance track. With the fucking aspect ratio just screwed up mm-hmm. to make him look super wide, like a square. 7.6 million. And that's it! Since June 8th. That's, that's the whole thing. It's just the whole thing. And just people remixing other things to be wide with the same music. I, w- I was wondering if it had its 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 uh, origins in the uh, you know the 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 square the square cows, or perhaps if maybe it, I don't know if it came I from. I don't know. There's that one where like the the, the 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 there's a pigeon that salutes Putin as he's walking by. Yeah, I don't know. The, there's a, there's a million stupid square and or wide memes, and there's a bunch of Putin memes because Putin is a fucking meme. I think the I think the the, the best recent Putin meme I've seen uh, has been uh, just a picture that's like there is no meme. Putin has been in power in Russia for over 20 years that allows him to be posted in in as ancient history. Or as he's he's now qualified to be posted as history because it's been twenty years. That's it. That's it. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't get it. I don't like. I, I'm. I'll embrace the the meme culture the kids are creating. I'll I'll memeify. I'll meme up. But I don't. I don't. I can't tell where these are coming from anymore, man. I don't get it. I'm I'm out of meme touch. Yet you try so desperately to swim and not drown. Oh, I can swim. I can swim in the unfamiliar meme waters. You ever adopt a meme Christ. and start using it before you fully understand it? Oh, every meme. And then the context never quite makes it. I only understand them after they're dead. Yeah. Like, I don't know where this... I think... I want to say... Is this a New Vegas thing? Like, wait, it's all... Like, the astronauts staring at the planet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always has been. And always has been. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Is that from New... Like, I don't know. I appreciate... Uh, the sudden resurgence of uh, Metal Slug, where you have the new huh. art of Theo, and then the old art of Theo, and like the new one is pure, yeah. like super cute e girl Futaba looking, yeah, uh, a Twitch streamer, 
and then the old one is just like all like lips all curled like huh. so <laughs> yeah your gremlin shit yeah so like the 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 one on the left is like uh Good game, GG. Oh, good, game, good games, well played. And then the one on the right's yeah, like so he was fucking free. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I like that. Metal Slug deserves to get a little bit of, of push. We live in a fucking post Dadaism nightmare scape where nothing has value. One thing is consistent. Ah, One thing is consistent. Like memes in, 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 in as far as internet history goes, memes will always progress. There are har- you, memes. there are ages of memes that are very like traceable and 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 recognizable and that will continue. And even when nothing else is happening, even when nothing else is progressing, the memes will progress. Yeah. Like Femboy Hooters came out of fucking nowhere. And um what was it? Uh, tomboy. Tomboy. Some. Uh, what was the? No, it wasn't Hooters. It was. I Olive Garden. Just said Femboy Hooters. No, 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 no. Not not Femboy Hooters. There's. I think it was Tomboy Olive Garden or Tomboy Outback. Tomboy Outback. <laughs> okay, I missed that one. No, I'm talking level two, fucker. Swim up on that. Catch up. No, I don't. Uh... <laughs> I don't get it. Level two was Tomboy Outback. I still think the Femboy Hooters tweet that was like They got a blooming onion. You guys don't you guys don't know how fucking weird it is to get an email from my boss at Hooters that is subject line Femboy Hooters. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm seeing a lot of people post goth IHOP, which that that mm. that hits. Milf, that hits that same MILF Denny's. Okay, so <laughs> out, of, out of Arby's. I see. Okay, so okay, I, um, I, see, what, I see what they're doing. Flavor they're doing. plus restaurant equals yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. And then you evolve it, and then it dissipates. Dissipates. Excuse me. And then uh, ah, you were right. And then uh, and then something else pops up. I feel like meme technology is moving like way faster now that everyone's still inside. Yeah, it has to. It's it's well, well most of us anyway. It's com- it's community comedy, right? It's yeah. it's it is crowdsourced comedy where people can see the format, participate in it, contribute their own. You know, it's a little you get you get you get some decent clout. You get some Eventually, decent clout. Some of them are going to hit, right? Yeah, like for sure. Ten thousand people making the same joke. A couple of them are going to be bangers. Mm-hmm. You got um, "Don't leave me, don't leave me," where you kind of you take a pun, take two objects, you create a pun, and then you run away, and then they go, "Don't leave me, don't leave me." You know, it's uh, it's 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 the future. It's the way it's the way it's going to work from now on. And God bless it. God bless it because it's permanently archived even if the sources are deleted it's backed up elsewhere and again like it's not a matter of like uh uh uh, looking back on some pictures some photos some documents it's like nah future kids are gonna be able to type a hashtag in and just see it for what it was in the moment hashtags and history class is gonna be wild 
Alright kids, now we're gonna learn about the NTR Pizza Hut Wars. Is the pizza Don't don't being... think too hard. I just stole I just stole a random item from the chat. Don't I, I have no information for you. Because there's two places the pizza could be. I'm just saying shit. Okay, well, No, I'm pretty. Don't think I have information for you. There's at least two. I have two places. To- I have nothing for you. I have a weird story in regards to this. Mm-hmm. Stealing from a buddy of mine in Discord. Mm-hmm. Which is the wonders of the Pokemon Wonder Share. Um. In which, uh, so Wondershare is this kind of thing where you share a Pokemon, you get a random Pokemon back, basically, in the new in the new Pokemon. And uh, he got a shiny Psyduck out of it. Just randomly got a fucking shiny Psyduck. Okay. Bam. Holy shit, that's crazy. Psyduck's the shit. Shiny Psyduck's cool. That's great. Except the Psyduck's name is epicntr.org. <laughs> and he's like, okay, wait. So, do I even keep this fucking thing? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So the new Pokémon game will put Pokémon in the wild that have been named no, no, by no, no, other No, no, it, it's it's like a thing you go to at a, like a kiosk or some shit and you put up a Pokémon for trade. And a random Pokemon that was also put up for trade will be kicked back to you. Right? So you could get a legendary that somebody put up. Or you could get, like, a bit of or some piece of shit, right? But you're following... But they're named however the fuck they're named. The name that... Yeah, because that's that's what they were named. Hey, do you want that shiny or not? So I think the funniest thing about this... Is that I posted that little story on Twitter. Like, you know, you, you crop out the Discord thing. You slap it on there. Somebody actually went to the, the website. Of course. Of course you do. It's it's not what you think. It's the Epic Center. It is a Discord group for Pokemon fans. And they were fucking generating or whatever fucking Pokemon with this goddamn URL to kick out as their form of advertising for their fucking Discord group. But, but where's the E? There's no E. It's C-N-T-R. The C is used in both words. Uh, See? It's Epic Center. Uh, or epicenter. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> I refuse to believe that's an accident. We're talking about it. I ref- it's, like It's good stuff. Do you want So yeah, incredible advertising. I'm talking about it. You want that. Doesn't change the fact that you know, my buddy wants to bring out his shiny Psyduck. You want that Psyduck. Man, you need you. You should be able to rename your Pokemon. You wish you could have that Psyduck, but you can't. I don't. You can just watch your friend have it. 
Yeah, there yeah, there it is. Well, that's my side. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. What'd you do? Uh, honestly, I didn't do a whole lot that was new this week. Uh, uh, dipping my toe into Ori in the Blind Forest after many years not having dipped my toe into Ori in the Blind Forest. Uh, that game's fucking gorgeous, but I'm I'm stuck. I would put this. I'm stuck being a stupid asshole about that game, and I am trying my best to be fair, but I feel like I literally can't be fair to it. And the reason for that is, is I was looking as to whether or not I should stream Ori in the Blind Forest or just go to Will of the Wisps, yada, 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 right? So I check out Ori on how long to beat, and I'm like, oh, like, eight hours? R- really? Huh. That's, that's crazy. What about Ori and the Will of the Wisps? Right? What's that? Oh, 11 hours. Okay, 11 hours. That's... Oh, well, that's a that's a nice short game. These are like Metroidvania-esque, right? I'm like, am I misremembering... Ho- yeah, I am mis... Okay, yeah, no, I'm not. Like, Hollow Knight is like... It's like 50 hours. And it's also like... I went back and looked at the Hollow Knight map... And was like, this This is like five Castlevania games. Yeah, but that's not fair Just, to compare. Th- that's my point! It's so not fair at all! Hollow Knight will go down in history as being one of the most excessive <laughs> games in history in terms of just the content that could have stopped multiple places, but they wanted to give you more. Uh, and, and it's overstuffed, thing, but be- because of the order that I played these in, I cannot help but mentally compare them. And like Ori's cool, I dig the I dig the fucking uh, what do you call it? Create your own save point thing. I think that's a nice little gimmick. Oh, is that like you could just drop one whenever you wherever you are? Oh, I thought you were like super familiar with this game. No, 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 not at all. But I, I, I just, oh, okay. it's beautiful. So the 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 basic gimmick for the save point is you build up uh, your energy meter for like your special attacks is uh, the same thing that you would use to throw down a checkpoint. Okay. And you, there are no innate checkpoints outside of fast travel points, and they are very few and far between. So you put down your own goddamn checkpoints. Depending on how fucked up something is. That's fine. I like that. Yeah. Um, if you design around that idea. It's absolutely... It's absolutely, like, fucking ridiculous gorgeous. But... Um, how do I put this? Like, I got... I, I streamed for, like, three four hours. And I think I got every ability upgrade except for one. Okay. And... Even by regular ass Castlevania or Metroid standards, that seemed really fast. Um, I I remember playing Axiom Verge and hating it. Just hating Axiom Verge. 
And I didn't get nowhere in those three or four hours. Is Ori one big map? Ori is one big map. Would you have preferred set levels? Yeah, maybe. Honestly. Yeah, maybe. I I might have preferred it to be like a... Like a kind of... Almost like a Lion King or Aladdin style. I mean, those games don't really exist anymore. But... I think uh I think the idea of the whole world being connected was just like a cool thing that we like the once we saw that we went like oh shit like it's like stages except mm-hmm. you can see exactly how the world builds together so you just kind of like you know um stick to it although Sonic more or less still does it Yeah but I mean Sonic is you know shit yeah Ori's great Ori's absolutely fantastic I just wish I could give it a fairer shake because I can't like there's two parts to it there's the part that I mentioned which I played Hollow Knight and Hollow Knight's gonna be one of the greatest forever Um, but the other part is that I remember this article that was uh the devs telling people that they never played Hollow Knight when Will of the Wisps came out or some shit uh because like people were saying like oh that's oh Pat's wrong oh okay remember there was like a lot of comparisons between Will of the Wisps and Hollow Knight, and that like seeded that idea in my mind. But like, it's a direct. But like, isn't it mostly based on the first game, which is pretty old? Like, did they just isn't what mostly based? Like uh, Ori and the Blind Forest, the f- yeah, Will of the Wisps is a completely new game. It's like a sequel. Yeah, but like, I mean, like, are you saying that they just took Ori and they kind of lifted some features and like, what's what's the accusation? Dude, I don't know. I haven't played. Okay. Will of the Wisps. Though I do see people are saying that uh, Will of the Wisps is very much... It's, I mean, we got somebody here say Ori 2 has a lot of Hollow Knight stuff in it. Which, I mean, everything should have more Hollow Knight stuff in it. It's a very good game. Anyway, Ori original is fantastic. I just wish... I kind of wish there was more of it in general. Like, there's a weird feeling that I get when I sit down and play something and don't even play it for that long and just feel like I've gotten, like, most of what it has out of it already, if that makes any sense. Hmm. Like, not necessarily, like, beat it, right? But just, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I I see what this game is. Art art that gorgeous can only stay for so long. And, um... You want to definitely walk that line between overstaying your welcome and uh, running out of assets. Um, yeah. I think the dangers of that are evident in every Vanillaware game. <laughs> They're gorgeous <laughs> as fuck. And but. then you're going to be inside of them for a really long time. That sounds like a good problem to have, you know. Wop, wop, wop. 
Uh, but no, so I think Dragon's Crown really nailed it on that respect, honestly. I mean, compared to the previous ones, Odin Sphere... Yeah, especially compared to Odin Sphere. <sighs> you know? And even then, Dragon's Crown, like, it, it still did have the, the retracks, you know? Um, yeah, I ended up playing, like, I think two full cycles through that game in their arcade mode. And it, it makes sense, because it's like... You can't draw this beautiful Muramasa background only to see it this one time. Like I, I get That's it. That's stupid. I, you know. Um, but like I said, it's a, it's a fine line. It's a fine line. Yeah. There's moments when, um, you know, it's a little moment in those games where, in the Vanillaware games, where you hit the point where you're like, okay, I think I have seen all the assets except for the final, final, final ones. I think I've seen the enemy types, and the stages. So now it's just a matter of, like, going back through the remixes of these things and, like, getting the new dialogue, so to speak, you know? Um, yeah. Mm. Hollow Knight's a fucking wonder why, masterpiece. It, it, it makes no sense. Why don't the artists just keep making more mm. forever? Mm. They can act- I feel like my brain is bad today. Uh, every day? Oh, come on. Every Monday. Ah, uh, no, seriously. I feel like brain, brain bad, not good today. Well, fucking get some sleep in before we go. Yeah. I'm d- I'm doing my best, but that's actually quite difficult for Mondays. Well, um, what I'm what I'm thinking, uh, thinking what I'm thinking is, uh, <laughs> I was it's a mix. I was I wanted to say saying, and then I switched to thinking, and then I said both at the exact mm. same time. Um, what I'm thinking is that that new game, uh, Thirteen Sentinels, uh is going to be coming out soon and again it appears to be a little bit more visual novelly than the other action games they've put out in the past Which makes perfect sense for that studio it does and i think like yeah i think games like that like you don't worry as much about the reuse of assets cuz you're kind of following a plot forward so like yeah, the genre the genre switch is you know is smart and i think you need to like play to your strengths on that um, uh, man, I gotta say, mm-hmm. I think I just received my most genuine compliment of my life from somebody in there in our chat today, which was that I am t- I am just turning into Carl from Aquatine. Fucking sick. Well, not until Carl is the Carl is the shit, dude. Where's the wife beater? And the I mean, I don't have one. And the and the stray chest hairs. I have a couple stray chest hairs that you might be able to see if I had a wife beater on. You don't own a single wife beater? Why the fuck would I own a wife beater? Hot weather? That's what air conditioning's for. I don't know. I, I originally... I grew I got vests as a kid because you'd wear them under your church clothes. It would just It was the proper thing to wear. Like when you learned to get dressed properly... You'd wear the vest, the wife beater, and then you'd 
put the dress shirt over it and then you'd put the the suit vest over that and then the jacket and that was the layers that you'd you'd kind of wear so you had to have an undershirt of some kind but you didn't want one that you'd be sweating up in so the the most ventilating form of undershirt would be I don't think I've ever worn an undershirt of any kind the wife beater in my life yeah they serve a purpose they serve a purpose they're you know when you when you don't want to like wreck up your dress shirt what dress shirt yeah well that's that's i'm saying what dress shirt am i wearing in my life okay well that's weird why why you gotta dress up just fucking just, just fucking marriages funerals fucking. i've been to uh two marriages and one funeral total did you rent for all of them for my uh, sister's wedding, I still fit into the the shit that I got for my high school graduation. And uh, the family didn't wear suits and tie, you know, fancy things to my grandmother's wedding. Uh, to my also, grandmother's funeral. sometimes it was very casual. She wouldn't have given a shit anyway. She was cool. Well, every once in a while, sometimes there are like quote unquote functions. And like not and it's a like in the modern parlance because uh, you know back in the day a function would be oh sorry four weddings four weddings I forgot two other weddings yeah so um you know there'd be there'd be occasions to be like hey you can dress up slightly more than not at all um, company Christmas party for example for a lot of people would be like hey okay they want to see some kind of like slightly dressed up version of what you usually do semi-formal etc so yeah there's times nah not now there's not not now certainly not now 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 that i'm a internet man and i can just show up and be like nah this is my brand and just wear the pajamas everywhere nah but that time is gone i had a lot of wife beaters and uh I, i would wear them as a kid because they were church undershirts that's that's the usage man i gotta say how fucking warped it is i can't think of a single fucking item of clothing aside from a wife beater that just has such a fucking laughably strong judgment on the owner of the clothing item yeah that that just like like holy shit you can thank the cops tv show rip for that one That's that's pretty much the first time I think I heard that not on it but like from people talking about it and it was just like yep that that <laughs> that's the name of the article of clothing now um ooh fedora's got rocked fedora's oh, got yeah. rocked I saw I saw somebody uh, 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 say like turtlenecks and like everybody loves turtlenecks. Nothing wrong with a turtleneck. I loved. I used to love turtlenecks. Not anymore, but I've worn a turtleneck. I looked all right. Girl wearing a turtleneck that looks great. It's all good. Virgin killer. Yeah, it's all right. Oof. Yeah, fedoras and trilbies got annihilated. Oh man, I remember. I remember some. I, I remember like the fucking wave of it's not a fedora, it's a trilby, and just like vomiting into your own 
your chest. It wasn't that. For me, it was the fact that, like, <laughs> I knew people that actually went out and had the hats and were wearing them before there was a before we knew that like lots of guys had the same idea at the same time it was kind of like radio you know there was just a like hey you know what's a thing and they all just kind of went out and started doing it to be like a unique to to go buy an article of clothing to replace personality yes um and it, it spread it's just like tattoos and piercing. Just like uh, anime Hawaiian shirts. Unfortunately, it never replaced a personality. It just broadcasted a type of personality. Now, those anime shirts in particular got... I had a, I had a couple, and there was a weird overlap there because you had... You had two things happening at the same time. Now, I know you know about, like, just the, like, uh, the button-up nerd side of it, right? Where a uh, bunch of bunch of dorks we all knew, and including myself, would, would wear these fucking Goku shirts. Or the first one I ever saw was a, a, a Hanzo from Samurai Showdown one. Uh, and I was fucking jelly. Uh, but it came out at the same time that there was, like... Um, like a, 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 a like a black street fashion push in that same direction as well. So, like in particular, the um, iceberg shirt. You have these shirts with like Bugs Bunny on them, and with a lot of other like car- cartoon characters and things like that. Those styles became fashionable at the time, and then it also came alongside this anime touch, where it was a little bit of the early days where people were like, "Wait, hold on a minute, black people like anime? What?" You know, and and so there was two things happening at the same time. So there was just like just full on geek anime geeks, whatever in general, and then there was like like black anime fans popping up that were wearing these things, and it was more street. And like those two audiences kind of coalesced till we got to the point where we're at now with these shirts. And uh, you know, you it wouldn't be out of place to see like um, a Kenshin or a Looney Tunes, you know. Uh, a fancy ass button up on somebody outside but you know that 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 had to go eventually that had to go every time you think you can't get more embarrassed about the past parts of the past that you've successfully deleted from your memory come back roaring angry that you forgot my God, that shit was so fucking embarrassing. Oh, my, my God. My cousin had a black Bart shirt, baby. My, he had a black Bart shirt. In fact, I, not only... I still don't know the genesis of that. Black Bart was on sale in numerous barber shops, numerous West Indian stores. Oh, my God. You go down to Little Jamaica, right? You go down to, to Corner Cuts, oh. Crazy Cuts, right? You're going to get your little edge up. You're going to get your little edge up, right? And then you're going to see, hey, what are we going to do today? You want the Nike swoosh? What kind of part we're doing? You want to get something going in the back? How are we going to handle this fade, right? You edge up, and then on the way out, you see on the wall, little black Bart. And you're like, that's hilarious. Let me get one of those. And then you rock rock a black Simpsons shirt. (laughs) And it's just, you know, 
It's just what it was. It's just what it was. It was a time. It was a place. You had to be there. It made sense. If you went to Jump Up, if you went to Jamaica Day, if you went to any Trinidadian festival, it was what it was. And you don't question it. You just watch as 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 we take cartoon characters and we make them black. <laughs> and we put them on a shirt. <laughs> Uh, and in Bart's case, in Black Bart's case, he was still yellow. He was just darker yellow, you know. It was. It's like that. <sighs> Simpsons are so fucking weird looking, man. So when you change their race, but you have to keep the fucking yellow aesthetic going, it's like it's it's fuck it's it's fucking weird. Every artist had their own take on it. What are you gonna? What are you going to do? But all all this to say, all this to say that um, I I think, I think the, 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 the wife beater is definitely most appreciated, but Fedora comes in a hard second place slash Trilby. Um, and then there's, then you can, then there's squabbling for, for whatever comes next. I had a I had a I had a, a a a period in time where I was rocking my pocket watch. I remember. Really? Yeah, I had a pocket watch. I got a gift from my mom for graduation. Oh man, I just remembered my absolute most embarrassing fashion thing ever, mm-hmm. which was like the fucking seven plus months that I decided to just keep wearing a Santa hat, just casually. Yeah. And if anyone asked you, what are you doing? I was like, I like it. Oh, man. that <laughs> That's that energy. That's that I'm looking for a personality energy. I have. Oh, man. I have none. I have no personality whatsoever. Here, let me attempt to create one. I will fashion it out oh. of this hat. And people will see just, me. Oh. It was called. It was it was Sejep, wasn't it? Yeah, you saw. I it. sure did. It's coming back, and you, you'd have this thing. I wore it for forever. You'd have this thing, and people would just be like, what's with the guy with the Santa hat? And you'd be like, yeah, that's me. I'm the guy with the Santa hat. What a wacky, quirky guy. We should go find out more about him. He is a mystery. Fuck. A hundred percent the same energy. Same energy. Let me go fucking least, accessorize at, a personality, at, bro. At least it was not... Oh, God. But, oh, man. I think the worst part about it was that that thing got so hot. So, like, I stopped wearing it because we hit, like, the non-winter months. And that became just untenable because I would put it on for, like, five seconds and I would just start sweating like crazy. But 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 I gotta be interesting, though. My head is burning, <laughs> and I'm massively it's, uncomfortable. Oh, it sucks. There is liquid pouring down the back of my neck, but oh, it's gross. But nah, I gotta be interesting though. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and and you and that is that is you interrupted me talking about a pocket watch, mind you, for that. Yeah. So trust. Oh no, trust. Yours is way not. A pocket watch, at least, is like a cool item. Again, it was a graduation gift. 
my mom got it for me. It was engraved with, it's you a know, cool item. and I was like, yeah, this is nice. And I had my chain on a wallet anyway. So a chain, a ta- like, like to not have my wallet like fall out or get st- or whatever was already part of what was going on there. So I'm like, okay, I don't mind. I can just add that there, you know? <sighs> Walking around with an icebreaker on. Trying to get that conversation started. I did Man, I was I was such a awkward, fucked up dumbass in that era. Like, ugh. ugh. I did I don't know if you've ever seen the comic. But there's the comic of uh this guy, he's like, oh, I go back in time and he's a time machine. It's like a shitty MS paint comic. And he sees himself like in the college era. That's like, oh my god, I'll never get a girlfriend. I hate, and and he just picks up his past. Yeah, self yeah, yeah. Puts him into a meat grinder yeah. and starts to fade away, like Back to the Future. Right. And just goes, I don't even care. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> like that's how I view myself back when I was like twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat, did you refuse to wear jackets when it was cold? I did. I did refuse to wear jackets when it was cold. Just remembering, <laughs> I did eventually get a second pocket watch. It was the uh, the Edward Elric one, the Full Metal Alchemist oh, one. <laughs> I remember I saw that and I was like, "Oh shit!" Did you wear it on your? No, no, that was just that was just a like this is an item from the show slash manga, and I was like, "Oh, that's a." It's kind of like how like I have a fucking Death Note, you know? I'm like, that's merch. That's merch to me. Does it have the shit scraw- scrawled in the... Don't forget. Uh, never forget. It's scrawled in. I think it's... I think it's... Uh, uh, I for something. I forget the date. So I did forget. But it does have the actual etched in date on it. Yeah. That was like... You know, I'm like, that's a pretty fun piece of merch to get from a thing. I, I thought that was cool. But uh, but no. Like, the, 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 the main pocket watch I used was the the gift one so you know yeah. yeah i think i think like i think that how do i put this you're it's the the ideal is that uh when you get old and die you are the least embarrassing variant of every variation of yourself you've ever been so it is unshocking to hear that decade-old uh, style uh, style variants of ourselves are in fact hyper embarrassing. You say that, but the oldest version of you, uh, you know, in theory, is is just dropping shit right out of the butt and completely incontinent. Uh, th- so th- I mean, it's humanity starts at at five, maybe seven. But it's supposed to end a whole lot earlier than eighty. Eh, nah, we're good. We weren't. We definitely were not meant to go that long. We figured it out eventually, but back in the day, it was like, "What are you like? You're like twenty? Yeah. Did you have a kid yet? What are you like thirty? All right, you can go." Well, anyway. Um, it's amazing how long you can live if, as long as you don't die. 
what's important is that you look at yourself right now, mm-hmm. top to bottom, and then mm-hmm. you, th- yeah, okay. and then you think about a decade from now, all right, how you're going to look back at this form and absolutely die inside. From I'll probably just have nicer pajamas. Let's be real. There, you don't know what it is yet. There will be something about you right now that will absolutely embarrass and cringe the shit out of you in 10 years this will be hard to look at but you got to figure out what nah i'm good you say that i've i've hit the finality of my evolution where now i find it respectable to become more disgusting you got lucky and fell into a niche side pocket on the Plinko board that allows you to become more disgusting and not endanger your ability to eat food, breathe air. Oh, I know. I know exactly what it's going to be. I know exactly what it's going to be. Um, uh, in 10 years, I'll have shit my pants at some point. And I will look back on the version of myself. That's terrified daily of shitting his pants and go, ugh, amateur as I shit my pants. It's the over-under that you uh, you tweet out the exact moment that it happens. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. I'm on the honor system, guys. If I shit my pants, I'll tell you. Immediately. I'll cry a little bit first. Immediately. Yeah, but I'll, I, I mean, I'll, I'll cry. Okay, I'll cry it out. I'll cry it out first. Pre-shower. Uh, no. No, you don't get that. No one gets that. Like in the moment, we're t- we're talking live breaking news no. before you've even had a chance to assess the situation. No, no I will. I will not. I don't t- tweet unclean. Thank you. Sounds like sounds like sounds like bitch to me. But all right, why don't you shit your pants and then you start tweeting with the poop in your? Pants. I will hit the periscope button. I won't. You th- yeah, you, like I'm like you want you want to te- put that to limit right now. Fucking just shit your pants right now. You're live right now. You don't even need to hit the button. Just do it. Do it, pussy. Shit yourself. I don't have to. Don't you? Right now? No, I'm pretty. I'm pretty empty. Oh. Uh. <sighs> <laughs> Anything else? Nah, not really. Okay. I realized in my uh, group of FF14 buddies that like 7 out of 10 of them have every single fucking uh uh class to cap. So I've decided to embark on that journey via what I'm going to call like osmosis peer pressure. But, I mean, that's not all that interesting. I'm just grinding a lot of classes to cap. I played a lot of things. All right, what do we got? One, cracked open a new new journey post-KOTOR playing some Halo. I've played the first half of Halo 1, I think. Uh, Already? Holy shit. The Master Chief Collection. 
going back to see what's up. Played because I played it as a multiplayer game uh, with my like nephews back in the day, but you know, I know, and I remember like it just being around in a multiplayer context at like parties and things like that. But I never actually sat down and went like, "Oh, let's just play this this you know story mode, the campaign, the campaign." So go, going through it, and uh, man, one thing that like there's a, there's a lot that's pretty great about it, but one thing that really really stands strong is the fucking music is incredible. Oh yeah, it's good. Music is so strong. Good music. Most notable um about the game is yeah, just how many banger tracks are kicking in on a regular basis. Um other fun thing about the Master Chief collection uh on PC uh well, I don't. I think this is in both versions of the game. I'm not sure, but you hit that back button, and the game just switches back to the original. Yeah, that's that's in all versions. So you just alternate between whatever you want at the time, no questions asked. It's a cool goddamn feature. Well, it's it's the perfect like. Oh, do you hate what you're looking at, and you just wanted an upresed version of the old thing? Here it is. Oh, do you want to check it out for a second and then switch back? Here you go. Magical. Um. You know, loading gone, and uh, even the new features that they put in. So they put in um, collectible skulls, and they put in um, uh, terminals that have spoilers on them. Uh, we're that I'm dodging. Yeah, know, okay. Dodging the terminals. Right. I'm, we're dodging the terminals. But um, we are when you switch back to the classic mode, you they they cease to exist. Oh, we cool. So you just you can walk over the item in classic mode and it won't it just doesn't exist. It's like it's literally just the old game. So um, fucking incredible. And uh, I want more remakes to have things like that because you know unless they go for like like we've rearranged the stage or the or the content in some way. Uh, if you can do that, that would be a great feature. I remember Ninja Turtles on Xbox 360, the Turtles in Time remake. It was garbage, but it had that ability as well. Where you just hit the button to go back to the classic on it, you know, and that way you can just like you ultimately you just stop one form of complaint, which is just I wanted the original. It's like, well, here it is, you know, um, and the game that you're remaking should be faithful enough that like you can feel every little aspect of it like being that accurate that you can just input the exact same thing and the assets and everything displaying is just. Again, looks better, but it's it still works 100% identically. Um, Halo actually looks the, the because of the way the game uh, uh, was the, the the way the textures worked in the in the older version of it. It's easier to read and pick up items and see what's going on because the I fucking bet. the MCC version adds a lot of like foliage and like texture work that makes it harder to notice things on the ground you know it's actually like kind of interesting where you have to switch you don't have to but i we switch back sometimes to just be like oh yeah right over there okay when i want to scan the room for a gun or scan the room for an item or something that's going on it's sometimes it's easier to just go back to the original because it's just much flatter but um yeah it's cool man it's uh it's it's you know not much to say enjoying john halo and slowly finding out what's going on with uh his name is actually john halo that's crazy. Well, there you go 
finding out what the deal is with this uh, Cortana start menu and, and, and why, why I can't get rid of it. And actually, the catalyst for what made me interested... Um, there's a lot, I mean, I've always been curious, but something that pushed a good deal was someone sent in a message that was just a list of ship names from the Halo franchise. And, oh, yeah, they're good. and I fucking was really impressed, really impressed by the ship names in that franchise. Like they're the exact kind of naming conventions that I like that I have used for my own stories in the past and my own canons. Like. Uh, uh, um, yeah, Pillar of Autumn is, is a great one, but like they just they went down the list of like human and uh, covenant ships, and I was like, okay, these are really really strong names. Yeah. Um, you get into shit for the like the most off tangent reason. It's so crazy <laughs> to me. Like the the impetus for you getting into what are ostensibly like like huge mainstream classics are always these like little tertiary pieces that just hit a specific piece of your brain. Details matter. Details matter. What can I say? I like specific things. Um, it's also why so many people are so bad at predicting what I'm going to like and not like in some cases. Like, there's a lot of people that do get me, but there's a lot of people that think they have me pegged that super don't. And, uh, yeah, there's these little, just little details that like, I'm like that, that hits me, that hits me in right in the, right in the aesthetic lowercase with spaces between each letter. Even for me, I'm like just terrible at figuring out like what you actually like. So like the, the best, the best mentality that I've been able to like latch on to is, uh, okay, do I like it? All right, there's a 50-50 chance that you'll like it, and as long as it doesn't have a lot of progression hooks. Because Wooly doesn't get hooked by progression hooks. Yeah. You know, um, in some cases, it's, it's, it's mechanical, but... I mean, in the case of Halo, I know what Halo is. I know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just been sitting there, and that's always been, like, a wonder what's going on with that. And that's about it. That's the end of the thought. Um, so, when I see a little detail, like, like, oh, fuck, look at these cool names, it makes me think, I wonder if there are other things that are this well-detailed and handled in this franchise. Because if you show me an example of this good of a job done with this specific naming convention, I'm going to hope and that you extrapolate that type of creativity elsewhere into it. So now I want to go find more of this, you know, in some cases it's, it's, I'm mistaken. And what people told me about was the only cool thing. And it was like, Oh, well you told me the only cool thing. The rest is not that great. But other times, Oh man, what a bummer, you know, but some, but every once in a while it's like, no, that really was just the tip of the iceberg. And there was a lot of great shit happening here, you know. Yeah, if I if like I, you were you asked earlier, like, what's the deal with Halo? And all I could think of, my brain just wanted to shout out big levels. Mm-hmm. Shoot, like that's that's the deal with Halo. Big levels and and sci-fi gunning instead of realistic gunning. You know, uh, that's all cool. And 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 I know that it's mainly about 
it's a console multiplayer game that like yeah. everyone fucking lived on. Like that's kind of picked up the slack that Perfect Dark and, and Goldeneye laid down. But but yeah, when it comes to when it comes to lore, you know, like that can that can pull me in, and I can I, and I can even look past like um, I can look past mechanical uh. I guess what's the word hurdles for me or mechanical like revulsion in a way like things that are like oh I'm turned off by that but if there like if the if there's like a, 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 a lo- good lore that can carry it in a way depends though depends and I also have to kind of not be spoiled on it too in a weird way but yeah I don't know man I don't know I, I can't fully break it down Ma- something Master Chief Collection's like a really weird. Uh, what what is the last game in Master Chief? It's Halo One, Two, Three, One, ODST, and Reach. Right? Yes, and uh, the last th- the last two are not available yet. So right now on PC, only only Reach One and Two are available. Three and ODST have to be are going to be added later. A Four as well. Oh, Halo Four is in there. It's. I'll, I'll, I'm just. Gonna, I'm gonna look it up. I have Steam in front of me. Yeah, it's a giant game list. It's. It seemed like it was. I think everything but five, but I, I, I'm not a hundred percent. So let's see. What's it got? It's got. It's got the Halo one. It's got the Halo two. It's got the Halo Reach. There's no ODST or. Uh, no ODST or uh, what do you call it? Three on here yet? Which is really bizarre, actually. Um. Those are good games. You you can just you can just fucking not you can just not play Halo Four onwards. Well, we'll 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 find out. Um, what I do know is that in three, John Halo came back to finish the fight. He did, and and then there was more fighting to finish many many more fights to fight so refinish the fight again halo 4 if i remember correctly one of the big uh complaints that people had of it was that it brought in like a ton of shit that was like i hope you read those halo books Mm. and it's like no i fucking didn't no one did. I'm sure the person that's yelling at me that they did right now did. I can prove to you that no one read those Halo books. How can you prove to me that no one read those Halo books? Do you remember how uh, the Spartan outfit jerks you off when you're stressed? There's a stress release. Do you remember that? I'm going to say no. I don't we, remember that. We talked about it. We talked about it years ago. I bet we did. We talked about a lot of shit. We talked about the page. There's a page in one of the books where mm-hmm. it says uh, that was posted where it said it describes that the Spartan armor uh, features uh, all the latest state-of-the-art technology, including stress release for soldiers that need it in order to keep them focused on their tasks at hand. And then they kind of cut off mid-sentence all right right okay so that spread like wildfire will suck your dick got it that spread like wildfire and everybody uh everybody was in on that and it went it fucking it blew up 
Uh, turns out it was a Photoshop. Turns out that page isn't real. That page was completely, f- uh, ah. completely fake. But but the fact that no one knew that it was fake is proof. Means no one read those books. That that exactly. Exactly. Took yeah. too long. To, took too long to to uncover the yeah. truth. Same. Everyone got exposed. So, um, but yeah, man, it's good. It's good, and I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of uh, wacky. Um, fuck. <laughs> Willie, you're coming on a podcast in 2020, going, yeah. So I played Halo One, and um, uh, it's, uh, it's good. Yeah, that's me. It's good. It's a good game. You know what I just beat? <laughs> I just beat Kotor Two. You know what I played before that? Kotor Two. It get shut the fuck up. That is the most bullshit. You know what I played before that? Comparison ever. Half Life. You know what I played before that? Spec Ops: The Line. Also Doom. Problem. Problem. The only problem I have is your comparison of, like, the cultural fucking cachet of Halo versus KOTOR 2. What are you talking about? Like, you go, yeah, I just played Halo's, uh, yeah, Halo's good. And it's like, yeah, KOTOR 2 is, is, I'm not going to say it's obscure, but there wasn't a Halo on a fucking Doritos. Sorry, there wasn't a fucking... KOTOR on the Doritos. Fair enough, but I name it anyway as an example of a game that my circle, at the very least, and my friends since high school have been pushing me to play. It has been an ever-present thing floating on the bubble of the outside. But Halo is, of course, fucking Halo. The point remains is I have I have no issue whatsoever going back and, and checking shit out. It's a good time. These are good games, but yeah, Halo. What's up? I like. Yeah, it's all right. I like the games. I honestly always thought it was like like laughably overrated. Uh, I like they're good, but people that were just like gray sponge. I'm setting my brain back. Level design. I'm setting my brain back to the era that these games were in to try and think about it with that sort of you know mentality. So, um, you know, within that. I'm 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 having a good time with these old classics, and I'm finding out why they were so beloved. I'm finding out the reasons why people enjoyed them, and uh, I understand. You know, um, I like guns that are uh, fake, that do cool things. Fake as shit. Fake as shit. Crazy alien guns. Some good stuff. Shoot all the needles. Blow them up. Hell yeah. This one charges. I I always run into the same. Like argument that makes people super pissed off at me whenever I say it. When I say I think that Halo was like very overrated, and then I always I always do the same thing. I always go and type in Halo One release date, and I was like two thousand one. Okay, and I go Halo Two release date, and it's like that's two thousand four. And I'm like Half Life Two release date was two thousand four. Yeah. Yeah, Halo 2 was like a fucking joke that year when everyone was like, this is game of the year. It's like Compared to Half-Life 2? And Doom 3 came out that year as well. Well, I guess I'll find out eventually. Because <laughs> I can't make the comparison at the moment. Yeah. But I thought for sure you were going to jump to Half-Life 2. Not immediately. 
But yeah, you don't do that. That's that's one of the the biggest differences between you and I. <laughs> is that well, you'll go back to like game one from like the aughts or you know earlier even, mm-hmm. and you'll be like, "Wow, this series is really co- cool. I totally missed this." Mm-hmm. And then you'll be like, "All right, now to wait three four years for the next one that came out in two thousand two. But you're framing it interestingly because you know what's happening in between that time. I'm playing some other good shit. What's happening? I'm playing some other good shit. That's true. There's tons of good shit. So, uh, if you frame it like, oh, I'll just sit and wait and twiddle my thumbs for a couple of years and then do the next thing. Yeah, that sounds terrible. But nah, in the meantime, let's pop on paper fucking Mario and have a great time with that. Because it's such a cool game. Yeah, yeah. You never know. You know. I've never played Thousand Year Door. I keep, I keep waiting. It's for so good. To do it. You know? Well, now I can't do it now. You're doing and it. And here's the other thing, right? I gotta wait like six Here's the months. other thing. What you have to understand is that um that there is the horse blinder effect on uh on any LP where the number one thing you're gonna hear as you're playing a game is do the next thing after this in the same thing. Oh man. Play the sequel. And I remember MC2's best game. I remember yeah, right. this as early as the first LP of Donkey Kong Country. Right, way back in the day, the main, the the one of the most frequent things was that can't wait for DKC two, you know. So it is literally every game that has ever been played. It, the only thing that people are thinking of is the next one after this, and then just keep doing the thing. And it's like I hear that, and I know the next one's good, but there's some other thing that you're not thinking of at all that you will love. The moment it hits you out of nowhere, but you don't know what that is, so you're not thinking about it. What you are thinking about is the sequel here, you know? Like, definitely, there's tons of sequels to things we've played so far, but more fun than that is some crazy other good shit you couldn't see coming. And for me, it keeps it interesting, especially. I like jumping around. I like the variety. It's super fun to jump from a game... Like uh 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 like Kotor into Paper Mario and and Halo into like other shit you know like absolutely and and you know it, it's definitely like the unstated is oh yeah we got Jet Set Radio Future we got Bayo two ever since way back when we were doing some early LPs from a long time ago but you know if you it, it, like it, like I bet you like all those thoughts about like getting that sequel tend to evaporate the moment you're looking at the cool thing that happened immediately you know so for now it'll be um about of course the rest of the halo franchise but those games are pretty short so that might happen pretty quickly but um but like it'll be about the other paper marios for example without necessarily considering like oh fuck there's some other crazy shit out there so i like it it keeps it fun for me it keeps it enjoyable and uh, i feel like i'm um catching up on 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 like lost history in a way uh through yeah little more like little pockets little separate pockets in the fog of war as opposed to one big spot that expands you know but at the same time hey i tell you mm -hmm. what i tell you what though so you're describing when you're playing something and people like man can't wait for the next thing um i am that kind of person Mm -hmm. but i felt nothing of that when you were playing the kotor 2 
because that would mean that you would have to go and play tour. Yeah. You don't you just don't have you just don't have to do that. You just that there's no, Well, man. you know, I can You're I good. can fortunately say, you know, shout outs to uh Azana. She uh got all the cutscenes that matter and all the trailers that matter and summarized essentially what happens in Swotor. And uh I caught the cool bits. And I caught the not cool mm-hmm. bits, and we're good. Those cinematic trailers are really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't need to talk about Revan or the Exile, though. No, no. Don't need. Just don't need to. That's do that. okay. That's okay. You know. Um. Yeah. Big old. Big old ball drops where there was tons of potential, but nonetheless, I I, I say that uh, I enjoy building out these different pockets. In different in in different areas, even though there is a slight continuity in the form of first person shooters, which were yeah, there I mean, which were something that I was always bad at, you know. So yeah, man, um, that's that. Yeah, you needed to wait until the technology caught up with your fucked up control. With, I needed my I needed my cube. I needed my tactical assault commander. Yes. Well, anyway, um, and I'm playing Halo on. I'm playing Halo with the controller. You know, like that's well, I mean, it's made shit. for it. I mean, that's what it was made, made for. It, yeah, no, totally. But um, I mean, that was clearly a franchise Bungie was working on for the Mac back in the day. That like, you know, they kind of, they kind of like they've been wor- they were working on it forever. It became a much different project from what they intended. But like, I mean, it's basically marathon. But like, I don't know if they expected it to like scale up to this like industry defining level you know um and it is it is fun to kind of go back and and see things and go like oh yeah prior to this games weren't really doing regenerating health you know um things that things that 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 like they might have existed but they weren't widely pushed until this point you know so um that's what's going on uh and i also um yeah i also on my just on my own time for funsies went back to take a look at way of the passive fist and boy i forgot how fucking hard that game was yeah it's for it real. throws the wall at you immediately if you recall the second boss with the sunlight what well, is your job to be the wall will you will you will see the light um you have to be the wall and it asks you to like get good immediately. <laughs> it asks you to get good immediately. And it also it's interesting in that like it's you have a ton of difficulty options. You can customize the difficulty in that game better than any other game out there. Honestly, I I uh, I mentioned it before, but I need to give it a, another shout out because it has four sliders for difficulty, and each one gives you a different um, uh, adjective to describe what kind of wanderer you are. Uh, And uh, one of them is the number of encounters. So just literally how often you will fight dudes. Uh, One of them is enemy strength, how hard they hit. One of them is combo mastery. And one of them is resourcefulness, how often you get items and things that... What does combo mastery actually do? Uh, I think combo mastery is how strict the timing is on your on your parries and your counters and your dodges. 
Okay. So, it lets you fine-tune shit in such a specific way. Uh, I, I love it. I love that. That's such a great idea, you know? Um, it, it's definitely one that, like, makes it, I guess, if you want to, if you're someone that wants to do, like, a kind of, like, I want to beat each difficulty and just get the, like, the completion, sort of get the achievement type of thing, um, then you what, you, what you probably need would do is, like, if you set them all to the lowest, then it creates a, like, preset sort of, like, you're a wa- you're like the, the the easiest wanderer kind of thing. The photo updates all in the middle is default, and then all at the hardest is like way of the master. So like if you want to just kind of have a pre canned version of all three, you can just do like one, two, or three. But it just breaks up all those difficulties options into four separate sliders you can manage individually. Uh, brilliant, really, really cool with that. Um, other thing, yeah, way of the pacifist. Um, it just like after that second boss where they just like ask you to really master the mechanics they start flooding the stage with like hazards and bullshit and then like the bosses after that just get even more ridiculous and it is a fucking awesome game but like it is one that reminds me of you know any platinum game we like or or um, dmcs in that a lot of the difficulty you have is self-imposed you can probably handle this easier by of course you can you can drop the difficulty of course but you can also use like dodges to like inefficiently handle some enemies but if you perfectly time a parry you can like get a an, an instant kill on them you get a bigger reward and by parrying and building up more uh more parry super meter you can unlock bigger better supers but the moment you fuck up once you lose all your bar so it encourages you to constantly try to do the harder thing for a bigger reward. And like your own mind goblins, so to speak, <coughs> are going to make you like you fucked up. You're going to go back to doing the hard thing until you get it right. As opposed to like, you know, uh, popping a, a, a gold skull for uh, not a gold skull, um, a gold orb, you know. Um. So, uh, yeah, way of the pacifist fucking just fun game to revisit and um and i want to i also wanted to go through the dlc because i know there was a new dawn dlc that kind of came out for it so i'm just like kind of going back through it but uh wanted to shout it out again because it doesn't get nearly enough love for like how interesting of a game it is and i really enjoy games that are um difficult through self-imposed limitations in a way it's it's hard because you want to do it the right way and the right way feels good to do. Uh, I, I should have given that game more time. Yeah, go grab it. It's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's been on sale forever. Oh, I, I, I picked it yeah. up. I just... There was... Um, there was a, a... A good bit of time... When the fuck is Fight Night coming out? Jesus Lord... I know that's a bit off sequitur, but I just went on to Steam to check out, like, if I, oh, if I, to double check whether or not I had way past this. Yeah. And in my wish list, Fight Night is just fucking staring at me. Yeah, I think those, I think those guys were having some, um, of the similar issues with, uh, publishing that we saw happening with, like, Devil Engine and stuff like that. Like, I think they were having some, Blah. they were having some publishing problems, uh, unfortunately, but, uh, I know that that's still being worked on. But like, yeah, there's just just some garbage surrounding uh, um, 
I, for, I forgot the full details of it, but like, yeah, for a while, like Devil Engine got like held up because they literally just weren't allowed to release it or some some fucked up story like that. It was it was it was it was uh, it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, it was it was Dangan being shit, you know. Um, Don't work with Dangan. So Benjo's a jerk. I spent quite a, a, a good spell of time. Mm-hmm. Playing a game, which if I pull it up, let's see if you recognize this the soundtrack. Mm. Let's see if you can figure out what game it is. Yeah, I don't know. Man. Also, the sound quality coming through my headphones is shit. Like it is stopping and starting and breaking all over. No, nothing. Not, dude. Okay, I don't it's, think you. It's understand not working how at all. Fucked up the sound I'm getting. Okay, all right, that's fine. Triple Triad has been all right. A good bit of my time this week uh, when I feel like switching over from Tepin. That's weird. None of the music I heard was in Triple Triad. The song I played at the was Triple Triad there, but I don't know. I, How? The, oh, at the end there? Oh, because it was cutting out horribly. This is the Triple Triad song. Yeah, there's the Oogie Boogie Shuffle. Yeah, so. Anyway, Triple Triad, fucking great. Played it a lot. Still enjoy it. Still a good game. Still what I'm looking for. Um, I, I was basically jumping into Gwent to see what was up with the, you know, like, can I just do a quick little, uh, I feel like killing some time here and just doing a little pop, 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 throw the cards down. And um, I, I was able to basically go back to the source of what I wanted on that and just fucking play some triple triad. And, it, and it's as great as it always was. And... Um, what format are you actually playing it, it in? It is in the FF Portal app. There is... Oh, God, that is true. They did release that. You download the FF Portal, and in the top corner, there's a button to go to the Triple Triad game. I don't know what the app does. I have no idea. I've never looked at anything except for that button. Some shit pops up, and I just mash past it, and I hit the Triple Triad button, <laughs> and then I go and I play some Triple Triad. Now... Unfortunately, um, it uses uh, like the game center, and then you play online in uh, with people, but like no one's fucking on this thing ever. So it's mostly just playing no. against the computer. But they like drop the ball on that laughably. It was fucking yeah. Weird. It's it's kind of insane that like they decided to go about this in this way as opposed to just making a gigantic, simple triple triad card game that would be on its own as it's as a major product right now like square would make so much money if they just made a triple triad standalone piece no i don't want to but you know whatever um instead they do things like yeah they put it in 14 right um and they kind of just have it in this weird way where they're just like just embrace it just make it a standalone thing with lots of cards that people can play and have fun against each other with but anyway they don't want it so that's fine um in the meantime i'm playing this version of it and playing against the computer and there's lots of different collectible cards you get from you know whatever winning you steal your card after you beat somebody and it's still good so 
that's a great time waster. Um, when I need a quick break from 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 other shit. Are you like? Are you like intentionally going around and like just doing every like just gonna hit every card? No, game? necessarily. Or, or is this just happens? Your brain just went. Hey, man, I mentioned triple triad last week. Fucking triple triad. Actually, so I mentioned Gwent when I was talking about like, oh, I wanted to go see because it seemed like it was gonna be kind of as good as Pazak or triple triad. And then someone sent me a link that went, hey, did you know that it's in the Portal app? And I went, no, I didn't. And I went and I was like, holy fuck. Here it is. It is in the Portal app. I didn't know that. How about that? So now now I've been told about it. So now I'm playing it. That's how that happened. Yeah. And I know. Runeterra is there. I hear it. I hear you. I also know about... I didn't say anything. I didn't say shit. You know, shit. you said it last week. Um, oh, yeah, I did. I, uh, the actual one Magic the Gathering Arena. I would actually point you to is a game that I didn't know existed at all. Um, and I think uh, I looked it up, and apparently that was that game's massive failure, is that people didn't know it existed at all. Apparently Thronebreaker, Thronebreaker. is literally the game you were asking for last week for, like, Gwent, but single PvE player. Gwent, yes. Uh, I got- and apparently it's incredible, and no one knew it came yep. out. Yep, I got a whole lot of news about that, too. Just yeah. Like, well, I mean, I was there on the sta- when the stage announcement for Gwent happened, so I remember being like, oh, they took the card game out of The Witcher and then made it its own thing. So Thronebreaker it's a game, did man. not hear about that in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm down to go see what that's about, too. No problems, because it's basically like you know, just uh, I'm I'm more or less like the 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 Teppan ladder remains what it is, you know, and um, I c- it's just it's a it's a persistent thing of just like okay, I know what I know about these decks right now, and there's a new character, the new character is going to come soon. Um, the uh, Palico is coming out next mm-hmm. and you know until that happens feline 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 uh, and, and until that ha- people are asking why it's not palico and that's because feline is the race palico is the job palico is the job okay yeah. well until it comes out you know i got uh, i got not, not much to say uh and yeah took a fucking Big old deep dive into Mugen World. Oh God! Oh Christ! Oh Lord! Yeah, I I told the full story, the full story of my Mugen history, and then decided to go in and find out what was happening. Um, I've told it a couple times, but I don't think I've ever told it in in the fullest depth that I did uh, when we got into Mugen. So I decided to go look and see, and uh, we played one of the most advanced Mugen projects ever put out, which was the Capcom versus SNK3 Fight of the Millennium pack, which... For a second there, I was expecting you to say that you dive, dove into the Mugen world and was you were back to making your own character. No, no. I told everyone about my history with Mugen, and then I went through the history of Mugen over the years afterwards uh, and how it got to the, the, the final state, which is, of course, Salty Bet. But, bef- but right. before that, um, there was a really impressively put together Capcom versus SNK3 pack. Uh, game that has a full 
like it has its its full like loading screens presentation custom everything everything looks real everything looks legit it is it is got the sounds and sights of a CVS3 and um mm-hmm. a lot of, and, and like they've got uh the characters that are kind of they're filtered to resemble each other they they look a bit like CVS2 sprites but like with some extra with kind of like a uh like yeah, just pixel filtering on them to make them blend. But they pulled in some rival schools characters. They threw in um, some obscure like SNK characters in there. They got Eliza playable. Um, what? And it's a pr- Eliza. Eliza is playable, and it's a pretty fucking. Mutant. And it's a pretty decent sprite edit of Mackie. They got uh, Blair Dame in there. Like, yeah, it was it was like they put the work in. I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing here. They they have like Rasets Maru and and just you know, um, all things all things considered, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm impressed with how much work you put in here. Even though the characters are not balanced in any way, shape, or form, shit's broken as fuck. Some people can air dash like Guilty Gear and triple jump, and others are slow and like you know street fighter 2-esque uh but hey it's you know it it, like what it's fucking mugen right so this is a great example of 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 how far you can take the program and then of course uh salty bet had to be had to be watched uh so you you, you gotta do it at this point and you know i'm i i kind of said it during the, the the stream but i'm happy i'm happy with the place mugen ended at which is the salty bet as its final form because salty bed is the most enjoyable and accessible version to the largest amount of people of a make your own fighting yeah, you game engine. Make, yeah. You don't even have to play it. You just have to enjoy it. You don't it. even have to play it. You don't have to make it. You don't have to do anything. You just have to tune in. And it's a it's it's what we always say fighting games have the potential to be, which is the perfect spectator sport. Two life bars, yeah. two characters. No one knows their moves. If you had to learn how to play, quote-unquote, Salty Bet, it would be impossible. Jesus Christ. It would be impossible, right? But the dream of what we believe in when it comes to fighting games being potentially more popular is absolutely perfectly encapsulated by Salty Bet, where you just press the button to turn it on, and you see two characters, and you don't know anything about them, but you're like, I'm in. I like that guy. I like that guy. I like her. Oh man, it's it's silver, silver samurai. Oh, that, oh, that guy looks it's cool. it's fucking Disgaea. Let's go, you know. And then you just see whatever nonsense takes place, and you enjoy it. And then you're surprised. You're you know, you're shocked. You're putting your fucking money down. You're losing it. It's 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 all the fun of the horse races, except it's with very easy to understand fighting games you got meter you got life you got two characters beat you up um so that's what i'm happy i'm happy i'm happy that salty bed is like the final resting place for mugen you know um as long as that exists and there must always be a salty bed uh you will always you will always have the purest form of like the dream of fighting games just everybody get everybody in there man it would be awesome if there was a way to like 
if down somewhere down the line there was a game that like allowed for hmm I don't know something that allowed for a spectator level of uh the, the level of excitement that comes from watching salty bed except it's people playing you know yeah it's called game of course <laughs> of course <laughs> well, it was- but I mean, I mean specifically. It's called Evo having a gambling Twitch. But I mean app. specifically with fighting games, and I mean specifically like, like all day, you know. But yeah. So uh, good times. All of that. Uh, the the Mugen Adventures are going to be popping up uh, in the form of getting to fighting games and getting to Salty Bet a little later on the channel this week. And uh, yeah, Halo. With me and Little V going down, you can check that out as well. I think the first episode, the in anime form at least, is debuting today. Um, since the Master Chief Collection has no couch co-op, we're actually... Uh, really? It has no couch co-op. That's shocking. So we are um, doing um, two different feeds and... Uh, like at least for the first episode, they're going to be edited into like alt into highlights. But after that, we might sp- go to split screen or something else because it was way too nightmarish f- uh, in the editing process for Min. So uh, we will see how it goes. It has couch co-op on the console version. It does not have it on the PC. Why not on the PC? I don't know, but the feature is missing on PC. So what? Come on. You can do that. It has it has graphics. So you can check that all out. You you can get graphics on PC. Yeah, I know. They could have, but they didn't do it. Fucking sucks, bro. You can check that all out over on Wooly Versus on YouTube. And uh, yeah, streaming uh, on Twitch as well. Wooly Versus on Twitch. We're going to be doing, um, yeah, Halo and Paper Mario. The Thousand Year Door continues. The fuck am I playing this week? at this moment where I'm like, I have no fucking idea. We also went back to Worms and played some Worms. Oh, yeah? Worms is a good fucking game. Yeah, but each one gets worse. Yeah. But the newest Worms did add something really cool. The newest Worms uh, WMD has uh, vehicles and like you can jump into a giant robot. So that was cool. But everyone just kind of like is like ah, but but Worms Armageddon though, you know? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So then we played Worms Armageddon. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I just checked my fucking shit. I'm streaming some. Uh, I'm streaming. What do you call it? I'm streaming Ori this week. I'm gonna take a look at uh, fucking uh, uh, some more Dead by Daylight. Got to do an FF14 stream. Been a million years since I did that. I'm also gonna see how far I can get in Dusk. Because that game is the shit. That game is the fucking shit. Uh, I'm... Fucking love does. I'm going to iron out the kinks on um, my schedule, but uh, I'll publish it after this, because still have to decide. There's a couple of things that I need to figure out if I can do or not. Hey, have you checked out the new schedule tool they got on the fucking... On the Twitch? Uh, I didn't check it out, but I saw it exists. It seems to be automatic, right? It just kind of like... Uh, well, what you do is you go into preferences and you switch the fucking games around. Okay. And uh, then it, then it displays on like a schedule tab. Yeah, 
That was pretty rad. On on your, uh, I I'm using it to like not only as a scheduled tab, but I'm taking just screenshots of the fucking mm. thing and posting it to my Twitter. Like it looks nice. And when you go to the schedule tab and then you click on it, it gives you like the vod for that shit. Like in the Sweet. past. It seems to be a hell of a lot more useful for non-variety people because um like you can't plan in advance. Ever. But is it showing you the the past or the future? It's showing you this week. So I change it on Sundays. Okay, so it's showing you what's upcoming and if you if if you're in the middle of the week it'll it'll put a vod and what if it hasn't happened yet it'll just put like the icon yeah. of the game yeah, okay exactly. cool that's good that's good um yeah so that'll uh yeah i'll take a look at that then right oh yeah if you want to check out my streaming check it out at twitch.tv slash pat stares at that'll be uh starting at 4 p.m this week a couple things happened this week. A couple of announcements. Nothing humongous, but there are some stories in the news. First, though, we should take a quick word from our sponsors. Yes, let's. This week, Castle Super Beast is sponsored by DoorDash. Hey, DoorDash, what's up? The door is your own, and the dash is uh, the dash to bring you the food that you should eat from wherever you desire, because DoorDash is out there with over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia. It's the food that comes to you. You know the deal. You know what's up. If you somehow missed it, it's, it's, it's simple. This is a time when you want to have convenience of meals delivered while you take care of other things. Life is busy. It gets hard. I would say so, yeah. There's a lot going on. So, hey, why ha- why put the extra time and sweat and worry into figuring out what you're going to do to eat, what's going to be for dinner, what you're going to do for lunch, whatever's going on. You just, you just, you, you, you help, you help yourself with your free time and you support the restaurants that uh currently uh need the support that you like if you want to keep them going uh by ordering from a distance and having them bring it right to you and uh having them drop it off safely with the no contact delivery options uh this past week was the first week in six months that Paige and i ordered food and it felt like it felt like we were discovering some kind of hidden technology like upsetting in how ravenous i i ate on delivered food once more damn that's wild i've been doordashing this whole time well the basic oh, mentality that i lot. had was that we got to be safe i get um, it and then i was like well, Wooly hasn't died yet. I've been DoorDashing all day. <laughs> and I know he's been ordering a lot of takeout, so it's probably Oh, yes. Fine. Oh, yes. That this was the has mentality. Been, 
This has been the way of life, my I'm friend. I'm glad you were um, able to test drive safety of the world for me. That's appreciated. Yeah, and you know, um, again, the, the, the fact that it's like, yo, I like that place, and, you know, I would, like, instead of going down there and, like, having a meal whenever I would just to get, enjoy it or whatever... I can just be like, okay, you guys right now, you're no one's able to walk in, but at least I can still get some takeout and, you know, they could use the business. So it certainly is uh, an extremely handy thing uh, to use right around now. And of course, uh, 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 you could help support the podcast as well. So, hey, check out DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code CASTLE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code CASTLE. Don't forget, code CASTLE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Thanks, DoorDash. Thanks, DoorDash. Okay, so let's just get right to it. All right, let's do it. What kind of pubic hair? What kind of pubic hair you want? I'm sorry. What kind of pub? What kind of pubic hair you want? I'm indifferent. Curly, like like strong, nappy, uh, thin and wispy. What are we doing? I'm indifferent. We can we can do classic curly. We can go classic curly on that. Okay, you've got two types of penis you can go with. All right, I have multiple sizes. Suspicion. I know what types of penis that is. Uh, there's multiple size options. Yeah, but in terms of type, you can choose your types. All right. Um. Strong, fighting, uh, rock type, electric type. I suspect, I suspect we're going the recognizable type. Uh huh. And the full-on robot. I don't. Think I suspect that's what the types are going to be. I think that's what the types might be. They might. It might be recognizable and full-on robo. I don't think that's what the types are going to be. We'll find out. Different size options, of course. Now, they're, what they're, kind... They're, well, they're going to be circumcised and uncircumcised. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. You fucking dumbass. <laughs> okay, but what kind of... What kind of a JJ, though? What kind of JJ There's are we rocking one here? There is only one option. This is true. I, Thankfully. That customization article... Because... Or whatever you want to call it for... Um, you could have had two types there, but that Cyberpunk doesn't. That's not good. Like the actual stupidest fucking thing I've seen in a long time. The game is played ninety nine percent in the first person. Like, what the fuck does any of this matter? Yeah, that's never stopped any of these first-person games from fucking detailing shit you can't see before. Yeah, stupid as shit! The fuck is Skyrim doing? Well, Skyrim has a button you can hit to play in third person. Alright. 
I wish you I hope whole, you can play the whole game third person. I would. I wish Cyberpunk would let you do that, but they. Yeah. Could, I think they de- they deconfirmed it already. Yeah. And Destiny. Here's the tease. Here's the tease while you don't do even, the cool. Don't even talk to me about that shit. I'm so fucking. I installed that game, played it for two hours. Went, what the fuck am I doing? And uninstalled it. <laughs> That's correct. Anyway, we have Cyberpunk 2077 character customization, five types of pubic hair, two penis types. As you probably correctly pointed out, circumcised and uncircumcised are likely going to be the options. Yes. Uh, thankfully, those are not the options on the vagina. However, uh, there is one. And then we have three variations of nipples. So, I think you know. I Itty, think I think we can... Audi. No! Sideways. No, 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 no. Like, big old dinner plate. Oh, pepperoni. Pepperoni. Small... And non-existent. All right. That's... Like the the one that doesn't even have any coloring on it. All right. I imagine you can then go li- deal with your piercings and shit later at your cosmetic person. They're not going to... You're not going to be stuck with cosmetics on it automatically. Yeah. That's what's going down. 35 hairstyles. I think we can do with 35 hairstyles as long as you can move them around and position them as you would like. Don't limit us on the hair. Wait, what do you mean? Let like us... put them on your arm? No. So in uh, Code Vein, it's got the hairstyles, but then you can um, swap them so that like, if you want a part on the left side, you can you can mirror the hair going the opposite side. So you can wear them in more than one way. Uh-huh. So, I'd, you know, just make sure that you can do things like that. Or perhaps even, like, if you want to um, kind of layer them in so that, like, you can sometimes create kind of cool custom- customized uh, things. Like, sometimes you can, you know, like, Soul Calibur will let you put two types of uh, things at the same time to kind of, oh, com- if, they com- if, if they combine in an interesting way, you know. So, yeah, allow for all that funsies. But yes, it is first person, so eh. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not going to fully enjoy it most of the time. Uh, which, in games like this, I would want to stare at it all day. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that game. Like Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah. Really? It looks so cool. I'm really excited for it. What's the trepidation? I got a feeling that that game keeps getting remade over and over. Possibly, but does it, is there anything about it that looks bad? Like, so far, everything I've seen looks rad. Everything we have seen looks rad, but for a game that's been in development for so long and is supposedly near, but keeps getting delayed over and over and is on, like, super infinite crunch, I'm shocked we haven't seen more. Okay. Um that doesn't equal like I thought there was something that you saw that you were like I saw this footage of something that looked 
shitty, and thus I'm worried about no, it. No, I just, there's something about it that makes me wary. Especially since uh, some of the hands-on, uh, they did let people play hands-on, and people were like, yeah, the shooting is bad. <laughs> Which makes sense, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. Shit looks hot, I guess. Uh, I, <laughs> um, what's the what's the uh, crunch situation, though? Not to just hand-breed wave over that, because that sounds pretty shit. Oh, they've been crunching for like 11 months. Uh, has has have has has CD Projekt addressed this in the past? Oh yeah, they said. Well, that's just what you got to do. You want to make big games. Like I, I mean, I made I I, I like fucking shat all over uh, uh, Druckmann for being the Crunch Lord, which he is. But fucking nobody has a candle to like CD Projekt. Hmm. Because they're out in Poland and they don't give a shit. Like you look not. at the you look at the fucking photos of the staff during the various Witcher games and they are just melting. I've seen the photo of the director. Yeah, across that's, from that's each game. One. That's the I've one. seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. But uh... also, there's been all sorts of allegations about like their fucked up work environment. Like uh, there was a, a unsubstantiated rumor. Uh, that there was a like massive shit fight between one of the gameplay directors and the actual director uh, okay. over how Geralt should control in Witcher 3. And they basically kept just making changes to the goddamn game without telling the other until okay. the guy who wanted Geralt to control well got fired over it. And then the game came out and everyone's like, Geralt controls like shit. And then they put the alternate control in. That's stupid. It sure is. Now, again, unsubstantiated, but I don't know. That seems legit. That's a bummer, because as someone who has not played CD Projekt games, well, technically, I guess now I've played Gwent. Technically, you uh, Technically, I've played Gwent. Um, I thought that the ever the promotional and source material for cyberpunk had me immensely excited everything i've seen has looked fucking awesome um the you know the promise of like what kind of world that's gonna be and just like the finer details of it based on the the tabletop game um mm. is is something that seems like super rich and, and explorable so i'm just like fuck yeah like if this is gonna deliver on that um, I'm very excited, you know, for, for all of that. Plus, you know me, I love character customization. All these things are, 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 are good signs in my books. So, um, you know, I also just don't have that sort of like, I like you're like, I, I, I don't know what the word is, but it's almost like you kind of look at something based on like the schedule of time creates a potential red flag that you mm-hmm. kind of hold up in a way. I don't have that necessarily because I'm fine to you know let a thing happen and it's then not just see that. how it go. But um, uh, I, I, what you're describing here. So one thing that I feel extremely confident about, and everybody's saying that like I'm just trying to kill everybody's hype or whatever. There's no way that game's coming out in this year. There's absolutely That's no goddamn way in hell. Sure. 
that that is not a reality. Uh, I bet it's going to be pushed back like another six months because I have waited for CD Projekt games, and they always get pushed back again and again and again and again. That does that doesn't affect how I feel about how good it is when I I'm playing it though. It affects how I, I feel about it right now because I bet that game is in a fucked up state right now. Yeah, but I'm able to not care about that when it's out because then it's there. So who cares? They're making it. We've had this discussion before in many forms, but it essentially is, yeah, it's being made. It's it's being made. I don't, whatever, I don't care. When it's here, then I'm like, cool, now let's see what's up. But I don't, carry over any of that like preparation like devel- yeah, development process. Yeah, somebody pointed out that I'm talking to a guy who's playing Halo 1 right now, so what the fuck do you care about when it comes out? Uh, that's fair enough. If you want to take it to that extreme, certainly, but the point remains is I, I'm my basis for what I like is what the game is going to be. And if it is in a fucked up state right now, and it doesn't launch in a fucked up state, then that's a good thing. Oh, it'll launch in a fucked up state. It's a okay. CD Projekt game. Okay. It will absolutely launch in a fucked up state. Okay. There's no question. I have no experience with them on that, so that sucks. But all, but all, all I guess I'm trying to say is that the, you know, like the whatever's happening now side of things i'm like yeah okay that's cool but whatever when it's in my hands then that's when you start that's when that's when the ticker starts almost you know the rest of it's invisible it's invisible shit man i'm not trying to convince anybody i'm just saying like yeah it's something about it's not the the (laughs) the timing and the things that they've shown I went from being absolutely very excited to just kind of being like, I don't know. I'm not as confident with this as I was before. Hmm. Willie the consumer. Yeah, I guess. If if that's the way, if that's how you want to simplify it, if, if that's all it takes, there's no, no nuance whatsoever. It's just, you know, accept what is and that's all there is to it. So... <sighs> Um. So yeah, pick your dick type. There you go. That's the new story. I don't understand. Like, out of all the things that they've shown off in the past, like the, the ninety minutes thing a while ago, right? Why is everyone freaking out over the the fucking character customization? Well, for one thing, I happen to really like character customization in general. I think right. it's hilarious that they're giving you those options because no other games do that. And I think it's also hilarious that um. In a world where we are constantly having discussions about how lewd and, uh, 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 you know, how lewd Japanese games can get with their fan service, mm-hmm. this game is just like, yo, what kind of dick do you want? <laughs> and it's saw, just the, some it's the like, most no, the out there. Unstreamable. And it's like, no, it'll be streamable, dumbasses. Nobody understands like, the Twitch TOS. It's fucking like weird. it's like in a war you know what I mean? We're trying to figure out like how the fuck Tacky's outfit works. It and doesn't. here comes and here comes this fucking game that's just like, yo, here's your vagina or not, whatever. What do you want? Curly, straight, bushy, 
Fries. Treasure Trail. Straight Line. You heard Triangle. How do you want to shave the pube fucking, you know, shape? Like, it's just, it's the most raw energy ever alongside, you know, uh, 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 all this other right, these other this other stuff. So it's just like you don't ever get this, you know. The last the last game where we talked about what the fuck your dick looks like was Rust. Oh God, that's true. That is the last game I talked about where I talked about what my dick looks like. Thus, I'm endlessly fascinated <laughs> by the fact that you know this is in there, and I also think it's uh, it probably bodes well for the rest of the um, uh, character creation options but we'll see oh yeah conan conan had the big old dicks too yeah i don't know if that game ever stopped being a mess i remember we played it way back and it, it just felt like it was like oh man there's a term oh god well who sweating it felt like the game was sweating mm. mm-hmm. 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 like just like mm, no don't uh, let me let me die. You know that kind of feeling. And then you know how there's like those cutscenes. You know that there's that rendered uh, trailer with the uh, with the blade arms and stuff. Yeah. Christ, that well, was like six years ago. Yeah. What else can you put blades inside of? enough of that mm-hmm. you heard me I'm not yep playing. i heard you you heard me uh, yep that's correct you're thinking about it too late mm-hmm. there it is let it in let it in this isn't what they mean by sword fighting Willie. what about space docking what about space docking? Now you've got tech. What? <laughs> I don't. I'm not even. I'm not even following here. Robotics. Okay. Parts moving. Right. Changing shape transformers oh, doing what yeah. they gotta do. Uh-huh. Space docking. Alright. That's becomes possible with robotics. Cyberpunk. Nah, I'm good. I'm good with this. You are good with this. You are yeah. good with this. I'm yeah. What's the next story, please? Well, the next story is one that we actually probably should have talked about last week. Mhm. Um, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Good subtitle. What do you think it's about? I think it's about time travel. Yeah. Uh, I saw the, before I even saw the trailer for this game, I saw um, people debating Crash's appearance 
and I can say as a Crash Bandicoot outsider that I think his new look is very cool. Yeah, as somebody who played those Crash games, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you guys are complaining about. I don't get the problem at all. I think he's charming. That's a fun little mascot. He's still orange and he looks good. I also... uh, There's just... There's something weird about being old enough to remember when Crash first came out and looking at it and going like... What the fuck is this weird triangle mascot they're pushing for here? Are you trying to like go for your own Sonic or Mario like rival? Like, what are we doing? That's aren't exactly we past the d- what it was. Yeah, and you're like, aren't we past the days of Titus the Fox and Arrow the Acrobat? You know, um, and then and it, and, it, and it came out and it did its thing, uh, and like created a a, a a great franchise. And now, I we're so, we're years later looking at a new entry. That is a much of a much beloved thing, and there is like purists for the original look, which I remember at the time being, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" <laughs> like, I remember, I remember looking at the first design for Crash and being like, "What? What are you doing back in the day?" And now people are like pining hey man, for the purity. Shows up really well on a fucking PS One. Pining for the purity of the thing that looked like bullshit to me back in the day. <laughs> it's just, it's funny how the, 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 the march of time continues on, you know? Man, th- I couldn't fucking believe. It's one of those things, like, we have to do it because it's classic. But, like, there's still going to be levels where you run towards the camera. That's like, Jesus Christ. I thought we were done with that. I thought we were done with that. Well, those levels are terrible. The thing with these games, though, is that, like, it has a lot of, like, memory nostalgia to live up to. Mm -hmm. And those were defining parts of the franchise, though. Running backwards as the thing was coming behind you. There were a shit ton of those levels. So you got to do those because that's what people love and remember, you know? You just have to. You got to do it. I don't want to. I I agree, though. Not seeing what's coming is, is for me, is a, a frustrating-ass thing. I, I'm not a fan of that in general if the camera's too tight. Running towards but the yeah. camera sucks ass, dude. It's it's the law. It's the that's, law. A uh, little bit surprised, though, that like this wouldn't drop on PS5 uh, day one. Uh, we're going to see a lot of cross whatever the fuck, I bet. It just it feels like it would be like the proper mascot drop, you know? Well, For it's it so to carry fucking the... weird because Sony never owned that character. No, but it still is their, like, it's it's a mascot of the PlayStation. And, and also, like, Spyro, too. They never owned Spyro, either. Yeah, they just they just kind of like said we have a bunch of mascots, but there were they, just they, the, the characters that were on the happened to be on the console at the time. They owned fucking. Um, uh, they didn't own. Uh, they didn't own Spyro. They didn't own Crash. They did own Spike from Ape Escape, which that game fucking kicks ass. But nobody. What cares about, about um, Spike. What about Jack and Daxter or Ratchet and Clank? 
they're cool and they own them. How many of them do they need? Like, none of them are going to be Mario. And they had Kratos. Sly, too. And they had Knack. Kratos. They own Kratos, don't they? Yeah, they own Kratos. Yeah, that's, you put, you put your, your fucking beanie baby Kratos on your kid's backpack. Sly Cooper. Hmm. Oh, my God. Croc. Wow. I don't remember Yeah, that those... There was a bunch. There was a bunch. I don't remember that at all. Well, um, yeah, I, I think uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 has a, has a fun look to it. Do you remember Vex? I do remember Vex. And Vex, I remember that was the tipping point for me where I'm like, oh, man, that looks like, oh, we've gone too far with this mascot shit. It's way too far. We need to go back. Wasn't there a quote that was like, I remember is the lowest form of conversation? I think that was people or something like that. Family guy. Hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, that was a, that was a Tony Soprano, right? Eh? Low form of conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tony Soprano, that's it. Remember when is the lowest form of conversation? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, remember when? Yeah. Remember when I went to the store and got a gobble ghoul? Because yeah. that's the only thing I yeah. fucking know about the Sopranos. Yo. Tony killed it. Tony killed it. Remember when Tony said, remember when is the lowest form of conversation? I remember that. (laughs) Wasn't that great? Wasn't Ah, that great? Tony, ah, I remember. Oh, fuck. The trap. What the fuck is Gabagool? Capicol. That's some fucking lunch meat? Yeah, Capicol. Why the fucking call it Gabagool? Because they're trying to say it with a thicker Italian accent, but they don't actually speak Italian. Because so they're from stupid. they're from Jersey, so they Jesus. don't actually know anything about real Italian. Oh, but, it's good. I like that. But they do the accent because it feels more authentic. That's fucking so stupid. You got your gabagool. <sighs> yep. It's Sicilian pronunciation. So sure enough, Sicilians but at the end, don't know how to speak Italian either. <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that the point is made that upon visiting Italy, no one from the fucking uh, from America there understands what the fuck is going on, and they have no relation to the culture at all because it's completely different. That's the point. Same thing oh. for uh, mozzarella. What what is the word you just said? Mozzarella. That's mozzarella. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Get a little bit of mutz. Oh Christ all oh. What's the matter? You know you don't like a little bit of you know like you, you got a problem with the mozzarella? <laughs> I got a problem. A big problem. That's great. <laughs> Fuck! It's 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 basically just spaghetti. Yeah, 100%. it's the evo- it, it is one hundred percent encapsulating the energy of spaghetti. You know, 
Can't believe it. <sighs> Man, I have... I. You, let me ask you, this is a total non sequitur, but what's what's the level of language absorption that you and uh, Punch Mom have going on? Um, I'd say pretty moderate. I think, like, actions and sound effects are more absorbed than, like, actual words. Mm. Like, I noticed when... Um, a couple times when Punch Mom comes over to talk to me, uh, she has started doing my thing, which is just like, as you're talking, just kind of idly punching like the wall or the post, just doing little yeah. practice combos, little thing. I, I've noticed she started doing that. Um, I've noticed a couple of other little random things that are just, you know, actions more than, than actual words. Because I, like, I have hard stolen the phrase, Jesus Lord from Paige mm. recently and like can't get it to go away. I'm doing it constantly. It's drive me crazy. It's like an earworm from somebody who I cannot escape. I will continue to hear this phrase and thus subconsciously steal it. It became very obvious because I played some Left 4 Dead. Me and Paige played some Left 4 Dead with uh, Shy and DK uh, Slap and Roz and uh, just the uh, shy puts up like a video like a super cut of it and it's just like oh man i'm i'm saying that a bunch huh wow fuck damn i should quit that shit oh well too late can't stop Have, it um... now. yes i do mean left for dead not dead by daylight have you ever heard someone refer to Spaghetti as Skeddy. I have, but only in irony. Where the fuck does that come from? Uh, you gotta say it faster. It's not fast enough to say s- s- spaghetti. It's the first time this week, for the first time in my life, I encountered the Skeddy in the form of a biker meme. Oh, where yeah? it's a bi- a biker holding up his his fork and his and yeah. it's got the and this is how the biker eats the skeddy. I think my I favorite like, variation of spaghetti mm. pronunciation is wets. Mm. Uh in terms of the phrase could you please dust my wets? Right. To a waiter with the parmesan. Yep. That was a uh, that's a couple of years old coming back. I remember I remember when you, when you first told me about that. But to date, you are the only person to have ever brought this up. I've never encountered it in the wild. So. Yeah, well, you haven't gotten your wets dusted. Now I'm now I got an ear out for the skeddy. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck I'm going to I've heard where that's I've come heard from. someone say people are saying the south skeddy. Um and that people, was people page. down south say skeddy. Sad skeddy. Mm. And that was because she was eating spaghetti on stream while crying, I think? I don't remember why. But she was crying into the spaghetti. Hey, what do um people that are not French call um, 
melting cheese over something. Fondue, I guess. That's not a fondue. No, melting cheese is a as a dip. I is don't a know. I like. I see Americans call them like cheesy blank. I need my cheese. Oh, my wife cheesy eats her cheesy fries, shredded cheese for her fajitas. So fondue will just fondue will just mean melting the cheese over it. I guess I don't know. Okay, because here it's gratiné. Yeah. If you get anything gratiné, that's that's what it means, and like I feel like that was one of those things where it never occurred to me until I like. There's moments where you're like, "Oh fuck, wait, hold on, this is not an international. Yeah. This is not even a. This is not even a North American. This is a. This is a. This is a queep thing." Yeah, it's one of them queep things. Just queep things. Somehow that okay. never po- you know popped off on Instagram. No. Yeah. Fondue. That's that's fondue feels like a misnomer. Feels like like a fondue is meant to be like a bowl of melted cheese that you then you, you dip in and eat, or uh, or if you want, or if you go with the um, uh, 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 God, what's it called in Texas? Uh, queso or queso, right? Where you have like a bowl of the fucking the melted cheese dip with the flavors and stuff going on in it. But if you get like um, a random item of food and then you go like oh like I want to get it with like a, a cheese melt over the top of it like yeah, yeah. gratiné is uh, how we do that you're making me really Any- want to eat some cheese is what I'm saying here to you right now you ever get He's cheese good. and just eat like a like a block of cheese like it's an apple App- uh yeah mm-hmm. I did that once I- with, a, with a thing of brie and I regret nothing Mm-hmm. I, I I used to I mean I used to cut slices and stuff and I remember um Punch Mom would just, just go right in there and I was like, Wow, okay. But uh yeah, I've done it. It's good. Yeah, like get Sometimes. a brick and just bite into it like an apple. Usually cut a cut a decent nah, size. Fuck that. That's piece. cowards. Okay, well, you know. Once when Paige was out of town, I ate, ate a, a whole brie like it was an apple. It was great. We also get she the long block, She makes me cut it up though. into slices like an adult. But you can't just eat the long block. The long block is too much cheese. That's it's crazy. You, get, you gotta... Cheese is good. You know. Get a baby bell. Baby bells are good for that. I don't know what that is. Baby bell is uh, the red wrapping with oh, the wax that, yeah, that you that peel off. Okay, I guess. With the with the red cow on it that looks really weirdly human. I remember once, like four or five years ago, I asked Maximilian if I ate uh, like sixty four slices of American cheese on stream, what he would do, and he said, and he told me that he would rep that stream as hard as he possibly could because he would love to see me eat just sixty four slices of American cheese. I have not thought about that day until now. Sixty-four why slices cheese? doesn't seem like that much, but I why bet it's too why much. why American cheese? Well, because that's you know where it goes in the slices. But that's like such a bad flavor. Yeah, well, that's the bit. American cheese is fucking shit. It's garbage. Yeah, why would you go with that? Because that's the the bit. It's from The Simpsons. Oh, okay. 
So Mr. Burns sneaks into the fucking kitchen in the middle of the night. Steal uh, the the bear back. <laughs> Sorry, to steal the his childhood bear from the house, not to steal the bear. Okay, back. I remember that episode. I I, I remember that and episode. Homer, I don't remember the joke. Then Homer walks in to the kitchen and eats sixty four slices of American cheese. And uh, then they fall off the ceiling in the morning. Do you think Americans are proud that their name is on the worst flavor of cheese? I fucking hope not. I fucking hope not. Because Canadian bacon is pretty good. It's all right. It's not bacon. It's a a ham side. Yeah, it's pea meal. I don't know why it's called bacon at all, really. It's pea meal. Nope, they hate it. Good to know. Good, Good. to know. Good. At least, at least, Excellent. at least it's not, it's not like this, it, at least it's not like, fuck you, it's patriotic, we love it, it's the best cheese ever, shut up. Then <laughs> eat it while you cry. Our eat it while audience, you cry. <laughs> we have a more sophisticated audience, you know. Is that the word? Yeah, that's, that's the case. A very sophisticated audience. Eat it while chanting USA, USA, and just stuff it in your mouth and fucking try not to barf. Just, yeah. it's, the, it's the Patriot cheese. <laughs> just get one of those, like, like the, the uh, cheese head uh, fucking things from, from Wisconsin and just, mm-hmm. just a Big old fucking American honking helmet thing. And just I don't bite get right why in. American cheese doesn't look like the American flag. What's up with that? I thought for sure it would look like the American flag. Eat that shit and think about freedom. Freedom to eat the shittiest cheese we got. Exactly. Hey, so... um, The... Latest Sam Show DLC character was announced, and it's the fucking warden. It's warden from For Honor. I'd love to give a shout out to uh, Buttons O'Hulahan slash uh, Yori Titty Nightmare for totally calling it the instant that silhouette got shown off. What a wild pick! That totally makes sense now that he's in. The era, the eras works out, ish. Maybe not yeah, precisely. Yeah, good, yeah, good enough. Good enough. Ish. Yeah. Um. And I get it. You know, some folks are like boring sword men. Well, I'm like all eh. boring sword men. I, I don't. I, I'm. I, I hear you with the boring sword men. But for honor, getting some love in a Japanese fighting game is cool enough for me. I think that's interesting. The um, you know, they they they. It's a pretty limited move set, though. I will say. I will say. But, um, yeah, I never would have expected for Honor Cross Sam Show, Bushido. Well, that is Bushido kind of wild, wild cross thing. chivalry. So that's cool. That's fine. Can we get a knight of Agatha from chivalry? Can we get Darley Dagger in For Honor? No. (laughs) 
as a skin. No, it'd whatever. Be, it'd be fucking Haomaru. Yeah, of course it would. But he's already he's in super Soul Calibur. He, he's already in Soul Calibur, so you know. I was just hoping for something else. Genjiro. Honestly, if For Honor implemented like guest character skins. You could do some fucking amazing wild shit. Because tons of people have swords. Oh, yeah. It would have been really, really cool if they started working with other people and getting guest characters in in the form of like, yeah, just drop this recognizable character on with this cool sword and do the thing, you know? Um, But anyway, uh, the warden in, in, in Sam show... Pretty much is yeah. It's it's got the moveset. It's got the shoulder bash. It's got the um, a voice that's all like talking about justice, and it's almost and like Shovel Knight getting honor. a yeah. Uh, 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 ju- it's almost like uh, Shovel Knight getting a voice in um, Blade Strangers, where it's just like this big burly honorable you know dude, and uh, the super is the the catapult. It's called on down on you. So. That makes sense. I'll believe that. Yeah, you got the swing combo that goes into the spin to the feint, and then from the feint you can go into a grab. And he's got or a you shoulder can go into bash. another hit. He's got the shoulder bash exactly. So you know some of the iconic moves are in there. <laughs> Unexpected fun pick. Unexpected Pardon fun me. pick. But I would like to see it go the other way around. But of course. Um, Yes, yeah, no, uh, uh, For Honor has some pretty gruesome executions in it, so the the company would have to be okay with their characters getting wrecked, rocked, and Horribly fucking beheaded. Made. Yeah. Uh, also, there's just the dissonance that would come with, like, a big old, like, medieval battle with soldiers running, and then, like, Raiden running behind them, <laughs> with lightning coming off of his blade, <laughs> you know? Like, it's like, okay, there's a little bit of a weird thing there, too, that you can't really get around, so... Anyway. Fun pick on that. Um, I, f- I don't remember the announcement for this, but... Maybe this came up earlier, but the, yeah, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2. Yeah, weird, huh? Dropping on the 10th of July. Like, huh? Uh, like, what? New characters joining. So it's going to have the original, uh, the original four plus, um, another new three, I think. Since now that, the actual bloodstained is out proper. You're gonna. It looks like they're adding uh, a bunch more. So like, fuck yeah, that's 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 great, man. Like, I did not beat bloodstained. I, I played it. Nope. A bit, I, uh, but I didn't. I didn't finish it. But I did uh, beat. I did beat uh, Curse of the Moon, and I fucking loved it. So. I don't think I beat either, I'm, but I came way closer to finishing Curse of the Moon than I did bloodstained. I think. Yeah, I it's probably like Curse of the Moon better. Because Curse of the Moon is fucking excellent. It's it's pretty short. It's like maybe three hours of your time, honestly. But uh, it was it was a lot of fun. So um, yeah. Okay. So wait, hold on. Let me get this straight with the characters because everyone's saying stuff. Um, in addition to previously announced heroes, Dominic Zangetsu, 
uh, Robert and Good Boy Hatchie, which is a corgi and a mech. Um, okay. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night alumni Miriam, Alfred, and Gebel will also be featured as playable characters. Okay, so six total. No, Let's wait, seven total. Like seven total. Yeah, I've been I've been bopping that battle theme on my uh, my stream playlist for a while now. The boss theme. So that's 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 fucking yeah. Like Inti creates good job. They also announced at the same time that they're doing Azure Strike Gunvolt three. Um, okay, it's, you know, uh, not for me, but well, maybe I just. Kind of dropped off after the first one. Heard good things about the second, but never, never got around to it. But there's a new one. There's a new one. So Inti Create seems to be doing doing big things. There's something about the photo of Inafune going, "This is Azur Gun Vault Three, and he just looks like a like a tired, tired man. Kind of cracks me up. I hate to keep saying the same thing, but. I would love to see Gunvolt in games besides Gunvolt. I think you have said that every single time Gunvolt has come up in any <laughs> Because context. he's so cool looking. It's it's a really fun alt Mega Man design. You know? Um I didn't I didn't feel that way about like just just on terms of just in terms of aesthetic, right? Just in terms of design. Yeah. I didn't I, I like like Beck and Call were cute, but whatever, you know? Eh, like the the bubbly arm stuff was a little, was kind of weird. The the visor wasn't a big, you know what I mean? Like it was kind of whatever. Um, but Gunvolt, I'm like, that's a pretty stylish looking, you know, not Mega Man character. That reminds me of the way, um, uh, God, in 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 ZX Advent, uh, Ale and. Oh God, my memories of this are weak. Uh, Ale and uh, for like two hours. Yeah, it reminds me of them, right? Where you're seeing like uh, Mega Man Zero characters outvent. Thank you. Um, outside of the armor, you know, like like I feel I feel like uh, Gunvolt is a Mega Man character outside of the armor, and okay. I like that. I like that aesthetic. I think it's really cool. Ash, gray, vent, yeah, ale, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Um, fucking cool. So, so I will always have that little like, man, I like, I like the design for Gunvolt a lot. Not to mention some great merch, really stylish shirts. Like, imagine, imagine all the shirts for Hyperlight Drifter. But imagine if Hyperlight Drifter was bad. Dude, imagine if it wasn't a. F- don't you even <laughs> imagine if it you wasn't fun? Even you fucking asshole! Wouldn't that suck? It would and you'd suck be like ass. But look how clean this stuff is, you know? So yeah, I fucking love Hyperlight Drifter. I feel like nobody cares enough about that game. That game is so great. Mm-hmm. Came out and people didn't play it because it was too hard. Because they're weak. You see that uh, little preview of the Cuphead cartoon? I did. It looks great. Looks fucking Doesn't incredible. It? Looks super good. K 
can't fucking come out soon enough. Um, the voice acting on point, mm-hmm. just everything, everything looking the way it should. Uh, someone pointed out <coughs> that, uh, and like, and now I can't unsee it. Someone pointed out that like, because it's not drawn on paper, it's digital. Mm-hmm. Whereas the game was drawn on paper, there's something, there's a quality to the clean, the cleanliness of the animation that mm-hmm. is resembling Newgrounds flash animation. Yeah, it's, and, we and always it, hit that. It's right. Everything's too clean. It looks vector or it looks flash. And I'm like, oh my god, I fucking my brain can't unsee it. <laughs> I can't unsee it now. But it is true. It is there a little bit, you know. Um, but man, I cannot wait for this. Yeah, Cuphead looks wonderful. I love Cuphead. I love Mugman more, but I also love Cuphead. It's also great that we're still talking about Cuphead. I know, right? Cuphead's in Smash. Cuphead's on Netflix. Cuphead's doing it. Relevant. But yeah, it is all about Mugman. You're not wrong. I don't know why either. Like he's it, the name is just so much more appealing to me. It's because Mugman fucks. <laughs> That's yeah. You know what? You're probably right. It's probably because Mugman fucks. We gonna talk about uh, this Pokemon Mobur or what? All right, I think so. I don't know if you saw my tweet, but it was "Get out of the way, Last of Us Two." There's something new to make fun of now, because holy shit, is is this shit cracking me up? This Pokemon Unite shit. Well, here's one thing. If Pokemon made the jump from a card game, from a from a from a, a, a an RPG to a card game, uh, from a card game to eventually a fighting game, from a fighting game to a uh, uh, like AR game, like of at some point it would be nonsense for them to not expand into other genres, right? But the fact that Pokemon came sooner than a Pokemon MOBA is kind of crazy. You would think they would start applying it left and right to every possible genre. So this is in some ways almost overdue. Yeah, sure. But I don't know what the fuck's happening when I look at the trailer. As the person of the gang that has more experience with the Mobers in this, in this gang that we're, we're talking now, um, like yeah. okay straight up number one collect your stra- thoughts. like starting off this game's existence is confusing because it's a 10 cent game and 10 cent owns riot so they have the league. They have the League of Legends. So they have the, the 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 one of the biggest boys, probably the big boy, in the Mober space cornered already. 
But you're saying they're competing with themselves? Um, it looks like this is going to try and drip feed the kids that like Pokemon into League. Yeah, um, I, I I was going to say that like I don't find it that weird, but because when you go into the Pokemon version of a thing that is already existing, you're clearly just trying to get Pokemon fandom to get into that thing. Yeah. So, you know, um, again, they've they've done it with other game types. It's uh, I I look at I look at this thing and. Did you watch the whole like showcase or whatever the fuck you want? Just to call the it? trailer, just the trailer. You should you should go watch that showcase. It's like seven minutes long. Um, it has that thing that games do that make me laugh super hard, which is you know they do the the like the ten switches and the different footages that they have, mm-hmm. and uh, some of them look okay, I guess. But I guess they don't have enough good-looking footage because most of them l- are running at, like, 10 frames a second. And it's just hilarious. Oh, just the game itself is not yeah, running well. Yeah, the game well. itself is running in like at, like, 10 FPS. Huh. And they, they keep cutting to these short snippets of gameplay in which the game is, like, running like shit. And then they they show off. My favorite part is they're they're showing off like as you play through the game, your 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 Charmander can turn into a Carmelian and even a Charizard. And then they show off like, and once you're fully leveled up, you'll um, you'll uh, have access to powerful Unite moves, right? And you're like, oh, that's cool. And the Unite move that they show with um, uh, Charman, uh, sorry, uh, Charizard is uh, he he runs up to a Blastoise, and uh, the Charmander, sorry, the Char, ah, the Charizard model just like snaps to the Blastoise, and both characters just shoot straight up in the air ten feet and slam down with no animation at all. Seismic toss. Yeah, seismic, to- and it it literally looks just as shitty as Pokemon Sword animations do, and like I burst out laughing, like like the the game looks terrible, and they have a, a remix of the MOBA formula where it's all about gaining like locations of points, but if you if you cross your eyes a little bit from a distance, like all the UI stuff is exactly the same as League of Legends, and it Pokemon know, will never have good animation. Like, how do I put? They this just won't do it. Um, you know that you you Pokemon has lots of knockoff games, right? There's, uh, I mean, Temtem's a knockoff, and then you have the, the sure um, just mo- monster rip off Pokemon games, right? Monster Monster Collectors, yeah, 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 right, yeah. No, but I mean, like, just like copyright infringing stolen shit right Pokemon Unite looks like a third rate knockoff of a game that that company already makes and I also checked on mobile Tencent also owns and develops the biggest mobile League of Legends clone on on phones and that game looks way better than Pokemon Unite does. 
and uh, they showed off the Pokemon. Like there's there's ten Pokemon, I guess, and it's it, like it it looks like an official third rate knockoff. That's it's unfortunate. Hilarious. That's unfortunate. And the reaction to it. So uh, Paige stayed up. She happened to be awake when this, and she was chatting with fucking uh, uh, Ross uh, from uh, from GG. And um, they watched the dislike bar grow and grow and grow and grow until it disappeared live off the screen. That's all what happened? No, he was on stream. He was on stream. Oh, you, he was telling you that story later. No, I just watched it on stream. Oh, you watched it on stream. Yeah, Okay, my mistake. I misunderstood that story. What happened? Regardless, the point is the fucking dislike bar just disappeared into oblivion. Okay. Um. Yeah, apparently Coliseum had good animations. Yeah, yeah Coliseum had great animations. St- not made by Game Freak. Stadium back in the day. I did have Stadium. There was that. And yeah, of course, well, Pokémon's a fighting game, so there's that too as well. Uh, yeah, no, fair point. Um, that's a That's a wrong statement. But I, I, I just, I feel like I'm, uh, like, I'm not seeing shit that I would have hoped, which is like, at th- again, it's the, it's the same discussion every time. But Why it's would just, you see cool shit in the Pokemon game? It's it, it, like this late, this many years later, like when you saw um the what was it Origins I think it was was the anime where like it's really just a like short OVA like a series of like um red uh, and his and his Pokemon sort of like challenging and yeah, uh, going through awesome. the first it was amazing right Pokemon and Origins you, was great and and you're like you can put the money in to make these attacks look really good. And make these fights look really good because, like, that's what the game is, is just these monsters. Like, you have two things. You have walking around the world and hitting the A button on things. And then you have the combat. And the combat needs to be interchangeable with all these monsters. But you can make the moves interact in such a way that it looks visually hype and pleasing. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it just... You can do a lot like, of things. You know who you wanted a lot to of things. You know who did a lot of things. Who did many things? Digimon. When you go That's look at true. the Digimon, Digimon game, crazy amounts of shit. All Digimon's time. doing fucking cool things, and Those Pokemon could do the cool things. Yeah, absolutely. Spoiler alert! I'm gonna play them sometime. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. The translation's apparently like a mess, but aside from that, they're great. And you just go, why can't you put the fucking, you know, just put some love into it, man? I don't want to. Everything I see about Cyber Sleuth is like, look at the fucking work. It's some cool shit going on over there. But I I don't want to. And you look back at your own plate and you're like, well, I don't want this plate. Look at that plate. That plate's cooler. It's more appetizing. There's more shit on that plate. Anyway. The the merch team gets all the money. <clears throat> yeah. 
it's it's not just it's not just when you kind of look and go like man being a fan of this thing is unfortunately not as rewarding you know uh, uh uh because shit gets like lazily done lazy lazy jobs are done constantly yeah, yeah, when it comes to this ip yeah. but it's but it's when something else comes along and does a better job of it and you go you guys have infinitely more money than they do yeah everything what, that's what not is, pokemon or all what the is happening that pokemon branches into all do it better than pokemon and they have less money way le- way less not even smaller more. smaller team less time less resources love love Put some fucking love into it, man. No, I don't want to. All right, well. <laughs> like, that's literally, like, what do you want me to say other than no, I don't, like, that's it. I don't want to. Or just, like, lean into it like like Sega did and just give it to the fans. <laughs> you know? Like, if you're not going to do it, just give it to the fans. No, I don't want to. Hey, I got a question. <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, go ahead. My understanding of MOBAs is that they always seem to be the kind of games that really need a mouse. Yeah. So this game is going to be mobile and Switch. Yeah, which d- precludes a mouse. So what the so fuck? So it's fair. You'll directly control your character. Like you'll mm-hmm. control them with an analog stick or just move the stick, stick around, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, you'll. Uh... So it's fine. I guess it's fair. Well, like it'll be designed without it, a mouse. It'll be. It'll so. definitely. Yeah. It love. It, it. It will definitely will have to be right. But like touch controls, you can replace a mouse with because you'll you'll hit buttons on yeah, the screen to do yeah. things. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It just seemed like there's always a lot of things to click on. I, I, I Luckily, I kinda... this this is a this is a MOBA for children. So it'll be much simplified. That's true. Um, I talked briefly about this, and I said that Nintendo's stock would raise a million percent if they allowed unrestricted voice chat in this thing to just hit you with the Omega Nightmare that is an Eevee main that's like eight years old screaming at you at the top of their lungs and calling you every name in the book. Man. Pokemon MOBA. So toxic. Like... Five to ten years late to the party, and it immediately looks not good. Oh, it looks it looks like it looks. I can't like it looks bad enough that I'm like, why what are you a this? what a you know that weird kind of look? weird path they've chosen. So confusing. Don't show this. This looks bad. I think it's going to be pretty funny to watch people streaming it and yell out that Blastoise is fed as fuck. Because that's hilarious, you know, but. You know. I'm, I'm, I bet you someone right now is working on the secret Pokemon fan game that is like embarrassing oh, to the yeah. Pokemon company. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that game that comes out that just makes you fucking go, oh, oh, fuck everything official. Look at this thing right here. I bet you someone is working on it, you know? And you just, you see the trailer of it and you just go like, oh, my God, what are we doing? Why are we not doing this thing? 
you know um i know i know i got a lot of shit for it but that feeling i got when i saw robo blast 2 and i just went like oh my god that looks incredible yeah. <laughs> like within seconds i'm like this is beautiful fuck everything um that reaction you know someone's doing something because it's it's too just so, too many people love pokemon for there to not be someone that's just like, I'll fucking do it myself. I'll just do it myself. You know? Has we'll there see. been like a single good, like uh, unequivocally good piece of Pokemon news in like three, four years? The movie was fun. It was alright. The movie was fun! It's true! Yeah. The movie was fun. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy that. New Pokemon Snap! That's right! New Pokemon Snap! New Pokemon Snap! Wonderful! The the way that the way that um Pokemon Snap was just like, yeah, whatever, also there's a new Pokemon Snap. While the Pokemon Unite thing is like the big push is like hilarious. It's fucking It's fucking goofballs. Yeah, that you was... know when po- Pokemon Snap 2 should have happened a year later. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> it should have happened in what, like 99? It's on rails, and you click the photo button. Just cl- just get the money. I think just get probably it. the wildest game that never came out ever was a Pokemon Snap game for the Wii U. Right. Oh, you mean the game where the device you're holding is literally made to emulate a camera? Yes, that one. Yeah, okay, cool. Yes, that that device. Nah, fuck it. Let's let's put out uh let's put out Star Fox Zero instead. Oh, we got a bunch of uh, Yeah, I see it. I see attacking it. us. I see it. Why are these robots attacking? Why would they do that? Why would they do that to us? Well then. Um it really is suffering to be a Pokemon fan. I can I can, sure I, can, is. I, can I can see that. It really it really grinds I feel, my and piss. I really I really do if feel I bad. Pokemon. I feel bad for you guys. I I do. I do. Uh, anyway, um, last two little things here real quick. One, do you recall um, a old point-and-click adventure game called Beneath a Steel Sky? I do. There is now a trailer for the sequel, really? Beyond a Steel Sky. Oh, that's a, that's a, a. That's a good name for that. It is fucking what? How many years? 25? 20, like more than that? Um, I've never played Beneath a Steel, Steel Sky, but, uh, it looks like one of those good ones from that era where you're like, yeah, yeah, these are, these are fun. This is, this is that Laura Bow, Lucas, Lucas Arts indie era, Day of the Tentacle, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. It, uh harkens back to that 1994 
Virgin Interactive MS-DOS. So yeah, apparently f- all this noise about that game from nowhere. Uh, there is a sequel coming out launching to Apple Arcade. Really? Mm-hmm. Which, which, right. which you may recall. Um, and, oh, wait, Apple Arcade and Steam. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, there we go, there we go, there we go. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you can play on your Apple, Apple Arcade games with a, with a controller. Don't forget that. You can just, you can hook up a, a, a wireless controller, like, you know? Yeah, so play. I actually, uh, I bought, I had some phone games with my new phone, and I got one of these. Oh, is that the way you're doing it? Uh, and I uh, put my phone in there for a second and uh, played it for about five seconds and went, this is shit. This is terrible. Why like, not just mirror it to your to your computer? I don't know what that is. You can get phone. You can get a way to you can get share screen so that your phone goes to your computer. All right. Apparently it's, I can do it's that. how I play tap in. Apparently, you can just use BlueStacks to uh, play Teppen. Sure. But, um, I mean, I want my account with me as, like, oh, when I travel, too. Your account. Isn't that tied to the device, though? No, it's tied to the email. Oh. Oh, well, that's handy. Teppen doesn't okay. work with BlueStacks. Great. Uh, even though it seemed like it worked for me. Whatever. Um... Wait, why would I play FGO? I didn't play FGO. What the fuck? What's FGO? Is that Fate? Get this Fate shit out of my face. What game did you play and why did it suck? I tried to play Teppen. With the controller? Like, no, 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 no. Mouse and keyboard. No, no, no. I'm talking about... I'm, I mean I mean with that little doohickey. Oh! Because uh, Pat, Pat held up a controller. Uh, it's a controller. Oh, what you just held up is because it's a controller uh, mounter, mounted like phone mount so it looks like you basically locked your phone in to a device that then snaps onto your dual shock i think it was castlevania or uh yeah it was castlevania please describe for the mp3 the the, it's the a, purchase it's a, it's a plastic piece of shit that you bolt on your controller that uh that uh, holds your phone okay well anyway um there is a sequel to an old point and click, and what the hell? That's pretty cool. That is cool. But again, I didn't play it, so I can't really can't really say I know anything about it or what's going on. But it's a cyberpunky looking setting, and that's pretty interesting. I also never played it. And I probably should have. Great name though. Oh, is that why fake Geo is is fake FGO? Is it fate go away? Is that how that works? Fate stay away from me. Don't at me. Fate stay away. Grand order. Fate stay out of my DMs. Servant. Please. Fate stay out of my DMs. I love that. That's good.
Are you people really actually correcting us? Are you? Do you really think we? Oh my god! Saw a guy go. No man, it's actually fake grand order. Those are memes. All right, last. You're right. I thought I thought the name of the game was Fate. Stay out of my DMs. I thought that's what I thought it was. Thank you. <laughs> Lastly, uh, there appears to be a new Harry Potter triple A game in the works. Uh huh. Oh yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are the bullet points we have here? It's the developed. Points- oh, sorry. After you. After you. It's developed by Avalanche Software, um, the people that made uh, Dragon Ball Sagas, that old beat 'em up. If you remember way back in the day. Also, they made... Uh, is it the same Avalanche that made the Just Cause series? Mm, software? Is it? Let's take a quick looky look. People are saying no. Okay. I don't think it is. It is. No. Because, yeah. Because when we were... I was testing for them, but they were not Avalanche software. Uh, yeah, these are the Disney Infinity guys. Ah... So, um, that's being developed, scheduled for late next year. Mm-hmm. Open world Hogwarts and surrounding areas. Cool. To be revealed after DC Fandom. Yeah. Has very little direct involvement with J.K. Rowling. Very little. She's like, I can tell you about what they do when they go. But did you know that they go? Get get out. Go. Please leave, J.K. Did you know that they go? J.K. Secretly, they w- get go go. This this news is extra funny because uh, right before the podcast started, I was cracking up because I saw the interaction between J.K. Rowling and one Stephen King, scary, spooky man, big writer man, where she starts to lavish praise upon Stephen King. And how he's the he's a great writer, and she's always loved him. And he just hits her with, "Yeah, a trans woman or women, J.K." And then she just deletes the tweet like it never happened. And it's like, you are such a stupid, stupid Good. idiot. You have de- wait. It's like the speed run on wrecking your legacy. It's the funniest shit in the world. The wizard scat wasn't wasn't the move. Yeah, somehow. So, you know, JK, roll your boat into the horizon oh, wait. and away that... from everybody. Oh, my God. It, so people are confirming that I'm stupid. What happened? He didn't even say that to her. He said it to someone else. And then she went back and deleted her tweet. Oh, as in what? she wasn't she wasn't like, like she tagged in it. eyes that he's like a cool guy and was like, I can't have this. <laughs> oh my god. 
What an asshole. What an asshole. Oh, man. That's pretty strong. That's That's wild. that's, That's pretty strong. Very little involvement, says the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Triple A game. This must have been in the works for at least a couple years, at least planned from well before. And one has to imagine, one has to imagine as you're working on a game like this every day in the office when something goes down and you're just like, Oh, <laughs> because you're working on the franchise and you're just like, this has to come out and people will hopefully enjoy it someday. But every fucking month, there's just a, oh, <laughs> could you imagine? Oh, man, dude, the Skullgirls patch is going to be so good. So I don't even know what happened. <laughs> we went live and it and then that started popping and I don't know what's going on. What actually happened? Uh the the gist of it is that um the gist of it is that uh, uh Mike Z and Bunny IU were talking and Mike Z was being a creep and then uh some other former Lab Zero staff came out and was like Mike Z makes me feel uncomfortable a lot with racism. Oh really? Yeah. What was said? That is that is my current understanding of this situation. Okay. By any chance Apparently are there... it's like trending now. Is there any uh information on like what happened? <laughs> what do you mean what happened oh the, term- the dms are posted are they okay i haven't read them but like they're up there and then other people are coming out and saying mike z's a jerk okay because uh yeah no like i um just literally as we fucking started i was like what what's that about now well fuck dude like hot on the trail of uh what two weeks ago that's stupid. I'm not gonna read the DMs out loud. This isn't a f- like. What? Go fuck yourself. Like Jesus. You want to read them? Go to Bunny's Twitter. What did someone For say that? Sake. We're not. Do- yeah, we're not doing that on yeah, this that's, show. That's ridiculous. That's that's silly. No. Um. But yeah, that's that sounds really shit. Hot off of uh, like a fucking combo into a controversy. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh man, dude. Skull Girls is time to shine. Oh man. I take no joy in the fact that a really good video game has to take a fucking beating because of that. Yeah, well. That fucking sucks, man. That's super... That's a super bummer. Don't worry. There's more stuff to be ruined for us in the future. (laughs) 
And, you know, you can run the bit all you want on that, but, like, that's just a fucking super shitty thing, man. It's a good-ass game that fucking doesn't... (sighs) Have a staff that deserves to fucking get dragged because of this shitty association right now. God, that sucks, man. Wow, yeah, no, that's a proper fucking bum out. So I'm upset I think about that. that. I think the saddest thing is that I'm under the so I, my standards, my, not my standards, my expectations are low. Uh, I would assume that on the staff of every project, there's a couple people that are just complete human garbage. Um, as somebody just correctly pointed out, Randy Pitchford continues to exist. Um. It's just depending on the company and or the project or and or the group, whatever. Uh, they talk to media or they're the head of the whatever. It's a dice roll. Yeah, but like this is not this is it's not just that it's I mean, this is a game that like has been his project and like his thing for a while. Ever since mm-hmm. I was back in the the traveling FGC days of fucking twenty eleven twenty, you know what I mean? Whatever it was when we, I went to uh, uh, East Coast Throwdown and there was a, a like a, a play an early playable copy of the thing, and you know what I mean? Like we were seeing what it was from way back when, and it it it, it continues to be this game that I care uh, about, especially as like a game that is like it's got so many cool things for what fighting games are and 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 it's emblem- it has a lot of important emblematic things so um whatever right like you obviously get it you you know what i mean like uh, it just yeah I, I whatever i don't know like it it's it 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 fucking sucks that sucks man it's it's a really cool game that that was definitely about to have a moment and still you know uh uh uh, possibly might i don't know i again i i'm this is all live i have not read any of the details or what's happening here but assuming this is as bad as it sounds and everything is as shit as it appears to be um after all this fucking time a game that got overshadowed for stupid reasons from a lot of people that just looked at it and went meh you know that was really good and then eventually, in some cases, like even with you, you saw it eventually down the line and went, oh, fuck, this is really cool, right? That's right. And, and, and like having its uh, ability to, to, to get out there is with Evo online about to happen like next fucking week. Like, god damn it, man. I have no coherent thought on that. I'm just upset. I mean, what's a lot more important than that is that in the span of the podcast, I just got my seven gauntlet wins in Runeterra. That's seven wins in a row. Good for me. Elusives are bullshit. God, and then also, like, just obviously central focal point here being, like, people that have been sitting on this that had to fucking directly deal well, with it on, for William. so the details that I gave you are all that I currently know before yeah. you jump to the world is ending and Skullgirls is dead just go fucking That's... finish the podcast and yeah well like, 
I don't because I'm saying I don't know, dude. It, it's just it's you brought it up and I'm looking at this and I'm seeing it and it appears to be a bummer. And that's all I got. Well, anyway, I can't just keep scrolling right now. I'm gonna have no, to. No, no, we got to get back to the podcast. <sighs> Do we have any emails this week? Yeah, if you want to send a letter, send it to Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail dot com. I'm just pulling them up. Give me a second, please. That's Castle Super Beast mail at gmail.com. Uh, we got one coming in here from Damien says, Dear Wooly Pat and you nice folk listening. Uh, hello, people that hear this. I hate most games that have subtitles in the option under the audio when it's a visual thing, but I would hate it all the more if games suddenly changed it to a visual option as I instinctively check audio when starting a new game. Uh, what are some things that would be better if changed, but you still resent the idea? The game of where is the subtitle option continues to exist. This is something that I feel like it's it's hilarious. at the beginning of every LP. It's always a fun thing to be like, where's the subtitle going to be? Because people put it in different places. Um, but as far as the question goes, what would what should change, but you think you'd possibly resent it? Uh, I hate when games have different levels of controller layout customization. I hate when some games let you put any button anywhere and other games are like, you have five presets, use one of these. Um, Mm -hmm. That shit's trash and needs to go away. I know that game defaults back on the Xbox and I think PlayStation eventually added them as well is something that lets you change what the buttons do on a system level. I would like to see every game have that um perhaps by putting controller configuration on a system level we can make sure that they always have the maximum level of freedom and customization but it is kind of a mess if it doesn't um set it from game to game and if it actually maintains it overall on the system then that would be really annoying so it's one of those things that is like it would be a necessity um and it would be better if every game was subject to the system level controller config but ultimately i really wish every game just didn't have like shitty config options and i wish every game had a robust setting for that i know it's not technically like a correct type of answer but one of the things that have you you haven't touched last of us 2 yet have you no one of the things that that game does extraordinarily well is you fucking load up the game and the very first fucking thing it asks you is a pre-main menu menu is, dude, what stereo setup do you have? What type of subtitling do you want? How big do you want the subtitles? Do you want a color background on those subtitles? Uh, and all, all those little nitty-gritty options that you would go, ah, fuck, if you press start before actually doing them, you, you do them beforehand. And it's appreciated. Like, it's great. And then I think of... You never played RE6, did you? Only the 
like demo for a second i think you ever go into the brightness uh, section in re6 no i but it does ask you when you first boot it up to so the the, do the, the brightness setting in re6 has like it's like a blinding white light on a shadow of a six on the ground and it says like lower the brightness until you can barely see the six and i have yet to find a single person to understand what the fuck they actually want with that shit there is no setting that actually makes sense at all and it just ruins how fuck how your game looks no matter what you put it at it's fucking crazy i forgot what video i was watching but there was a video that like somewhere there was a thing i uh, where someone said like um showing the controller loadout the controller layout on the loading screen sucks and um i remember just thinking like yeah but I, when I boot a game up, I'm going to go look at that anyway, every time. Because sometimes the game will do a walk you through and to explain it, but sometimes it won't. You know, some games do a, okay, tutorial before you start, and they get, they explain it to you. But some games just go like, no, nah, just play it. And then you have to pause and take a look at what the buttons are doing. And especially as, you know, we continue to, like, play games and fucking start out cold on something. I'm playing a lot of games cold and don't know what's going on. So, um, I, I feel like, uh, that loading screen controller thing is is kind of necessary these oh days. Oh my god, I just thought of one. And again, not again in the in the spirit of the question, but uh, me and Paige play Dead by Daylight a lot. That game's great. And if I'm gone to bed early, Paige will occasionally play it um, on the on the PC instead of on our, our laptop. Uh, despite almost everything in that game being saved to your account right the keybinds aren't the keybinds are saved to a local file well that's stupid it's fucking stupid as shit so like half the time I come downstairs and I'm like alright time for Dead by Daylight and I hit a button and it's the wrong button because Paige changed her keybinds and then she'll go to hop on my thing and she'll log into her account and go to use my controls, and it's the wrong button. And it's like, why the fuck aren't these saved to the account? Everything, all your layouts, all your options, everything but the keybinds are saved yeah. to the account. That sounds like an, a, a compliance testing dream, but unfortunately, PC games are not subject to those standards. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, David says, Dare Wooly Padobadas, another game on the list where achievements make things bad in King of Fighters 12, which had an abysmal online. There's achievements sure for rising letter grade from E to S. Usually the kind of ranks would be tied to win versus losses, but not here. No, instead it has to do with how many matches you play regardless of victory. So what you end up with is a bunch of matches where people are using turbo controllers to continuously mash light kick so they can confirm matches for long periods of time, but do nothing except mash light kick during the matches. Thanks for reading. Stay safe. So the that's, problem, obviously... That's really funny. That's insanely stupid, but the problem there is that if you tied it to um, having, like, an S-ranked, like, um, performance, uh, that would mean that people who are not good at the fighting game will never be able to get all of those achievements, and that is a pretty bad thing to put into your game as far as achievements go. Achievements generally should not be restricted behind stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, 
don't do it that way. And then ultimately, I think I said it last week, don't tie your achievements to multiplayer. Just don't do it unless you have no choice, unless there's nothing but multiplayer in your game. Don't do that. Um, <sighs> there's so many nice little things that annoy us. Podcast question. Buick says, Dear Epic Gamer Moment, boys, because I'm a fucking moron, I still play a decent amount of games that are best on my X-Bone online, like GTA V mm-hmm. or Titanfall 2. Recently, my gold expired, which got me thinking, with the increasing amount of first-party titles ending up on PC, should services provide online play like Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Plus? Uh, should those be required paid subscriptions anymore if nothing else it would at least keep people from being drawn to the pc gaming crew i think uh from buick now yeah they should fucking give that shit to you for free and they're never gonna okay but here's the thing about that like you let's like okay that cost being put on on the hardware manufacturer is one that like would create a much better environment game wise for everybody i'm thinking that um what would suck is if we ended up in a world where um like you had to subscribe monthly online to uh to multiple games individually i don't want that to ever end up being the result and i think the benefit of consoles having that like unified online service is that you don't have to have a bunch of individual subscriptions you know um so if you can avoid that outcome, then yes, that'd be great. But just keep in mind, wherever a cost gets absorbed on a console that might be selling at a loss, Mm -hmm. somewhere else has to pay the price for it. Yeah, the bottom line, ideally, ideally, but I mean, come on, let's let's be real. That's not going to happen. Depending on where that trade-off is, I'm personally willing to pay for uh, an online thing for the con- for for the the uh an online continuing network thing for all my all games so that there's never any persistent costs with individual games per se because if if we ever had to do that where it's like each game that had online was a, a separate thing that you had to fucking get into on a, on a on a on a subscription basis that would just absolutely kill it for me personally well, i'm in this place where it's like i'm not and one of the reasons I never got an Xbox ever, like besides any other reasons, is like the idea of playing, paying for PlayStation Plus and the Xbox Live subscription is like ridiculous to me. Like how many of these am I going to fucking use? I, mm. 99% of the time I play on PC. Yeah, I, I, I have gold, but like I, I only used it for Killer Instinct for years. So like it was pretty rough to just be like, okay, well, this is my KI subscription. Essentially. Um, Willie, you sucked me back into Power Rangers and you ruined my life, but not that bad, though. Uh, not that bad, huh? Dear Space Wizard, Willie and Alpha 5 Pat, recently on an episode of Get Into Fighting Games, we talked about Power Ranger themes and it sent me down a rabbit hole of listening to all the Power Ranger themes again. It's not the first time it happened. Um, the f- one time uh, on Friendcast, you used the in space theme as the outro, and this sent me down a rabbit hole several miles deep, where I rewatched almost the entire series from my childhood. 
as well as the new ones I hadn't seen before. Uh, and I had even learned what Super Sentai was and started getting into that. Over the next few years, I would lose myself occasionally down the morphing grid rabbit hole and just start it all over again. Fast forward to now, and I have 15 plus figures on my desk and a few more in the mail. And I'm now known as that Power Rangers guy. Oh, uh, no. Dude, listen, if that's all it oh, took. Oh, I'm so sorry. If that's all it took, if that was going to happen to you anyway. You're right. I had very precious little to do with that happening to you. If all you if you if hearing a song sends you down that road, your feet were moving in that direction anyway, my friend. Um has there ever been a similar situation that happened to you? Mm, maybe not like that, but I've definitely like gone into like wiki holes after hearing a cool tidbit and then wanting to like find out more. Um Especially for like, yeah, old shows. Like I remember like one time, like someone brought up like gargoyles and I was like, fuck me. I'm gonna go read about gargoyles for a long time. And I, that was cool. Gundam, a lot of that. Go to mahq.net and just, uh, just look at Gundam designs. See the, Man. see the Hajime Katoki versions. What is see that? What is that website? M-A- M-A-H-Q. M-A-H-Q. Mm-hmm. So that that always brings up a thought in my mind, which was like the ongoing fight between Wikipedia editors and Gundam fans. Yeah, 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 exactly. That was a Gundam was one of the worst ones on Wikipedia because there were just infinite amounts of branching pages and each unit could technically get its own page. And it's like, guys, there's more Gundam shit on here than there is World War II stuff. Like, fucking stop. Like, it's so stupid. And and like, Gundam, Gundam fans are definitely interested in seeing all of that categorized accurately and detailed. Because every single suit, every single armor has, like, multiple, like, versions. It has art. It has revisions. And then it's got different parts and different appearances. And there's lots of details to track on each one. Um but yeah, um, MAHQ is otherwise your other, it's your Gundam Wikipedia that'll give you just like lots of uh, details on whatever the fuck you need in that regard. And I used to just dive down that hole for a while too. Did Wiki not eventually purge all those Gundam sites? They did. They fucking killed it. They yeah. were like, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough out of you. Um, lastly, uh, what's up, Wooly Versus and Pat Spoils at Pretty Simple Question. Uh, Wait, what I, spoil, are you, I spoil nothing. Pretty Simple Question. What are some of your favorite names for mechs? Examples like Wanzers from Front Mission or Panzer Soldats from the Tra- Trail series. Personal favorite are the Face Mechon from Xenoblade Chronicles, sometimes referred to as Faces. Something sinister about how simple and accurate this is for an antagonistic force. Um, But to understand the full meaning behind the name requires some deep story knowledge. Uh, Thank you, says Justin from Long Island. So this question has, in fact, been answered before. But um, I'm going to say I have a hard list of favorites. And then I've got my honorable mentions as far as, like, mecha types go. I think we've always talked about... You? Sorry, sorry, sorry. 
Sorry, I, I had a thought, and it was I was formulating. Do it, but it was formulating out loud. Okay. Well, obviously, we talk about Metal Gears. Those are those are cool. Those are always out there. Everyone is thinking about Metal Gear. It's a big, popular franchise. That's dope. Um, I I always enjoy the guy Malef from Escaflone. That's a cool name for. Uh, you know, for Omeka and the armed slaves from uh, Full Metal Panic are awesome as well. But uh, for me, this might change depending on when you ask it. It probably was different the last time it came up on the podcast. But for me, I got three. Top three. Uh, number one, Orbital Frames. Orbital Frame. Best name. Orbital Frame. I agree. Un- unbeatable too clean yep. two megadeus from big o so the big uh, all giant robots in the big o are called megadeus and they're fucking awesome perfect um and if i'm not mistaken what were the pilots called uh it was something with the word it was um Give me a, give me a series here, the Big O. Oh, Big O. Oh, sorry. It's like oh, I don't know what the pilots. I thought you were going on to a different. Yeah, uh, uh, Megadeus Dominus. The the pilots okay. were called the called the Megadeus Dominus. That's what it was. And uh, third, Gunbuster, Buster Machines, mm. Buster Machines, just simple and fucking awesome. <coughs> I'm gonna definitely echo Orbital Frame 100. percent um, and two of my favorite names for something aren't actually the mechs. They're the pilot names, which are in uh, From Mission 3, which has Vonzers. Vonzers, yep. In its own right. But the elite pilots that you run into are titled Real and Imaginary Numbers. And there's like weird nerd math shit naming convention going on with it that I really appreciate. Uh, an imaginary number is like a negative square or some shit that is a number that can't exist, and that's to imply how ridiculously over the top these pilots are. It's fucking great. Um, and I recently found out... Uh, have you you haven't played Xenoblade, right? No. So the, somebody mentioned in this uh, that there are face mechon in that most 99% of the robots you encounter have no faces until you encounter uh, a robot with a metal face and uh, the characters imaginatively call him Metal Face, uh, which I recently discovered that uh, the original Japanese name for that villain is Blackface. Mm-hmm. 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 Which kind of kind of cracks me up because his face is that black. It's like gunmetal gray. Did they? Do they really not know? Is, they of course, just don't know. They just don't know. It keeps happening. On TV, so that means that why Shulk would they know? Is a good protagonist because he fights blackface. 
<sighs> he can use the ability to see through time to stop blackface. It's honestly, I think it's a combination of the fact that they don't know and the fact that like um, black is a descriptor. You know, yeah, it, it, is, it is. It is exactly. And uh, you know, when you are uh, the guilty one in Danganronpa, you are not just like the perp. You are the blackened. <laughs> you serious? Yes. Oh man. You know. So I and it's just it's 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 something where you know in this country like there was no real history to associate these words with people it's and very- uh black was associated with like wrongdoing. So now we've got this. Now we've got this, you know? But yeah, you get these moments where they just translate it directly, and you're literally called the blackened. I get I, I, man, can, it, can I be a fly on the wall back in time in the treehouse, in the translation room? Just, oh man, we're changing that one. Jesus Christ. Fuck. I mean... Oh, it's Kuroi face. Ah, same thing. Ah, yeah, there you go. Totally. Yeah. No, there must have... I mean, and the, and the older the games get, the, the fucking... The worse you can imagine it possibly would have been. Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? You know? They don't know. What do you know? All right, anyway. Um, Megadeus, Megadeuce, Orbital Frame, Buster Machine. Oh, you know what I liked? Mm-hmm. It's from Gundam Wing, so it's lame, but I like the... Uh, dolls? The doll units. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dolls was a thing. Um, STs, standing tanks, also oh, a thing. What's that from? STs was um, the Super Scope game. Uh, Metal Combat. Metal Combat. Had it, had those. Had those. Um, and... Uh, fuck. What was the acronym again? Hold on. I want to get this right. Oh, VTs for vertical tanks. I think that was... VTs for vertical tanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vertical one-man tank for offense and maneuvers, a.k.a. Votoms. Oh, man. That's really out there. That's a big old mouthful. Yeah. So, you know, there's some good ones. There's some bad ones. But uh, that's... If you, I, if you have a robot in your game and it's a mecha, don't call it a mecha. Yeah. Right? No, well, no one of the call funnest... It, like, you know? One of the funnest things about, like, a lot of games in anime is that there is a consistent, like... In world, they don't refer to it as a mecha. They refer to it as something else. Suit. Yeah, whatever the One case. One of the may originators. Be. It's not a mecha. It's a mobile suit. A golem. A nightmare frame. I don't know what the fuck nightmare frame is from. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's Code Gaius. <laughs> Silly. So, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh. Okay, well, there you go. That's it. What would I call my robot? I'd call it the standing latrine. Mm-hmm. 
Because they strap you in and you never leave it. Will it? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it will. Goodbye. It'll relieve my stress, just like John Halo. Goodbye.